0: Later in tonight's show. For me, James like what he what he's been showing uh, is, is is crazy like, and the, the way he plays with like literally no mistakes is is something that is is insane to see. But obviously, like um, we should make a top five to make it more like
1: all right all right here we okay, go give us some top five it. add some fun to your space with ExtraFi, designed in sweden with focus on quality products built on experience you're looking at project four their four generation of products with super cool colorways to stand out with matching sets to satisfy with a solid b4 bungee lightweight ergonomic m4 mouse the k4 keyboard is fantastic all of which are performance focused and finish it off with colorful gp4 mouse mats that are bold in design and smooth on the surface. The retro theme in
2: particular has got the feels. Complete your setup with ExtraFi. No regrets, guaranteed.
3: Finally, I found what I was looking for. Now that my search is over, it's gonna be a tough choice, but fortunately, no need to choose when you can just have them all buy and sell skins on bitskins.com
2: n one bet is here to make your world brighter bet anytime anywhere just go to n1bet.com and get your free bet with promo code hltv when everything is clear and transparent Play is pleasure. N1Bet.com. Your bet. Your game.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of TV. Confirmed. Shout out to our sponsors, Extra Fine Bit Bitskins, and of course, N1Bet for their continued support of the show. I remember to gamble responsibly. As usual, well, maybe not usual, as more often than not, uh, we have Lucas in the driver's seat for tonight producing the show. Say hello, Lucas. Uh, uh, bonjour. There you go. He's trying to be French. Uh, that's that's <laughs> alluding to our guest who you can all see on our screens. We'll get to him in a moment because first and uh, well, foremost, right, maybe not more importantly, but uh, before we... Actually, Lucas was first. So secondly, striker, you're second here. Uh, but you're also alongside for the ride. Where on earth? Because this is the question people are going to be asking. Where's Prof? I don't know. He said something about hiding a body. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to that later in the show. Uh, but yes, yes, yes. Kenny fucking S in the building. And that's the French that we were talking about. Uh, first things first, Kenny. Uh, the AWP update. H- how are you feeling, mate?
0: I'm <laughs> uh, feeling good. I mean, uh, that, that update once again is, uh, makes sense to me. Uh, you want me to develop uh, my point? or? Oh, look, we can
4: get into that. I, I I, wanted to, look, for people, right, maybe maybe we have some uninitiated here, but we have one of the best to ever wield the big green. And in his time playing Counter-Strike at the top level, they've nerfed the AWP on you, what, twice, mate? Twice? And now you're part, you're doing this comeback tour, and they take away five
0: fucking bullets. What, what, do you, What do you really think about it? How do you feel about it? First of all, that this time is a coincidence, which is a funny one. Not gonna lie, but I don't know. I think like they, it's it's it makes sense uh, considering the OP was literally the only weapon that you don't reload in the game uh, with the ten bullets. So uh, in my opinion, it makes sense that during a round you shoot bullets and you get a reload at some point. So I think it makes sense. Okay. Because all you right. shoot uh, less bullets, right?
5: What, yeah. an, and- what an unbiased opinion. That's crazy, man. <laughs>
4: yeah how much of an impact do you think it's going to have right because obviously we haven't seen a whole lot of it here unless people are watching the online tournaments and stuff do you think this is going to have a massive impact do you think it's a pretty mild impact like what what, what's your take on it so far playing with it
0: no, just, i think we're gonna less, especially myself okay. but uh no i think you, you just need to um to reload your op much much more often like if you shoot one bullet or two bullets during the run you just think about reloading which is not something natural for an opera in the first place you know uh but uh no, I, I don't have the feeling that it's going to change a big thing. Honestly, maybe in a clutch situation, in a one v three, if you have three or four bullets left, uh, it might it might make a difference at some point. You might pull out your guns uh, much more often as well. But so far, from from the experience I've I've been having with the with that new update, I I didn't notice a really big difference. Okay. All
4: right. Well, nice. Well, we're going to get stuck in the hot seat here, but before we get there, I just want to give everybody a quick little. Uh... Little taster of what we're going to be talking about on tonight's show, discussing Blast Premier World Finals coming up very shortly. Uh, the Hunden Diaries continued. Can't wait to get into that one. Uh, Striker, the number one OG hater in the world, <laughs> has taken away that mantle from me. Cloud9's options. And uh, as mentioned, we'll put Kenny in the hot seat. So, Lucas, let's get down to business. Roll the bumper. All right, uh, Kenny. This is actually your celebration. You've gotten out of contract jail. The confetti's coming. <laughs> you can't believe it, Carlos. You had you locked in a cell for a year and a half over there at G2, and now you're free. You're frolicking. We know where you've ended up. We know where the Falcon has landed. Ha <laughs> ha. See that one? Not even pre-prepared. But uh, mate, you were you. You've got a taste of this contract jail that a lot of players, I think, in the modern the modern era, have been feeling. You sign these contracts. You can't get sold. You don't get sold. Maybe you don't want to be sold. How was that for? Uh, I just saw them. Have, do, they were doing some content with you. It looks like G2 were, were keeping you working.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, but first of all, um, it, 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 it's kind of a gel maybe. But uh, I mean, they we we agreed on a lot of conditions, and they everything went pretty smooth between them and High at this point. Um, the the only thing that bothered me at some point is that they they resigned me before benching me, which makes sense business wise. It's really smart of them. But obviously, I was um, I was I was not aware. Uh, so after like once one week or two weeks after signing my new contract, I got benched. Um, maybe <laughs> the, the, the the new contract was too beautiful to be real. Um, but yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, like um, the COVID season really hurted me. Um, my performances started being like really awful. Um, I mean, the, the last tournaments I've played uh, offline was was one of my best tournament again. You know, like I, I've performed pretty well offline um, in general, even in my career, because I I really love the the atmosphere of offline events, and the COVID was really impacting uh, my confidence and my motivation a lot. You know, um, so uh, after getting benched, I was actually pretty happy. Uh, pretty much like I've needed that 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 um, that mental break, if that makes sense uh but yeah at some point 18 months of being on the bench was a little bit too much i've tried to do a lot of things i've tried a lot of things um, including the the V world Um, uh, and uh, unfortunately um, i'm not only a player that have good performances first place right um i'm also a player with followers and, and a kind of a brand you know so the price even after a year was still really really high a price that myself as a businessman would not want to pay for a player that is 27 years old and that is um showing a bad last year of competition uh honestly so um so yeah, that was that was difficult at some point because I ended up being like my ass between two chairs, you know, like not knowing really what I wanted to do, uh, if I wanted to focus on content creator, which didn't feel really natural to me because I always have the feeling that I've had unfinished business with my career. And uh, in the other end, I was not willing and ready to to go back to competition, um, and not also willing to understand um what needed to be done and uh, in, in order to eventually um, succeed in a comeback. So uh, so that was a much needed time for me. So really nice time, uh, enjoyed it, took the time to do something else, took the time to to get my, my head clear as well. Uh, but yeah, um, at some point today, there were some like unfair situations for me, uh, but once again, uh, it's, it's not like I'm gonna complain about it, but obviously, like uh, coming back now, um, I can I can feel that not playing competitive for two years, competitively for two years, has been quite impactful.
4: Yeah, because one of the things here, and and this is this is the maybe for those who are a bit more uninitiated that haven't been watching Counter-Strike for the decade long we've had CSGO out. You've been doing this before CSGO. Obviously, you were you were a fantastic source player, but you were very young then. You're only 27 now. You mentioned your age, and you're a major winner back in was it 2015? Yep. Right. That was Dream Cluj Napoca. You you've you've achieved an awful lot. And you mentioned you that that brand that you have. You're one of the most popular Counter-Strike players ever, right? Because of well, not only you as a person, but the, what, the extension of that, which is how you play in the server. And it's always been exciting Counter-Strike. And that's why people have liked to to tune in. But you've definitely had your ups and downs across the course of this career. Now, um, Greg, there was an awful lot to unpack there from what, what Kenny was talking about, right? We hit on a couple of different points. Is there any direction you want to steer this?
5: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you had a couple of those interviews where you kind of talked about your motivation and just like your career in general and your approach to, the, to Counter-Strike. I, I'm just curious about what's you know what's changed in those 18 months. You know, obviously you have a lot. That's the by far the longest you've had. You know, like to think about your career, what you want to do, how motivated you are, what's like how what what kind of strike means to you. So how did that change your mindset in that aspect?
0: For for quite a while, as I mentioned, like when I got bench, I was super happy. Like I was like, oh, what do we Um But after. After a long time, you know, like I, I was, as I mentioned, I've I've needed that that mental break because you know exhausting uh, a counter-strike player life can be not even like um considering the pressure that is uh on our shoulders and mostly the one we put on ourselves. Uh but it took me a long time, actually. It took me like uh, many uh, streams, and gaming, on, uh, and raging on FaceIt, and, <laughs> uh, and, and Valorant and 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 all of that. Um, and I think I realized that I missed CS when I went to the major in Antwerp. Um, but then I was like, OK, I miss CS. I feel bad being here and watching what I'm seeing. Uh, but I had to be careful. With the fact that it's maybe an emotional feeling that i have you know i'm at an event it's great i love the stage i live for the stage uh so i need to be careful and, and wait a bit longer and for the time uh that envy stayed and um and i also built myself with a really healthy and uh and reassuring uh surrendering in my life as well um find the right people and that kind of things which um, really helps on the on the on the mental aspect as well um and suddenly I started feeling really, really bad about, uh, about being benched, uh, which is surprising because at first I was, as we, I was really happy and for, for quite a, quite a while because, uh, being a streamer means, also means that I'm, 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 my own boss. So I do whatever I want and whenever I want. So, um, that, that, that was a pretty good time needed once again, but yeah, like I would say six, seven months ago, I, um, I realized that uh what I really wanted to do was to come back and, and deal with that unfinished business, which was my career. Uh but as I mentioned again earlier, um I had my house between two chairs for for so long, you know, like not wanting not wa- not knowing what I wanted to do. And uh that is nothing more like hurtful and harmful for yourself and your career and whatever you want to, to do than not knowing what to do what to do and not committing to anything, you know.
4: Yeah, no, for sure, and I think I think that uh, part of what I was mentioning before about how we've kind of seen you on the screen for for this long over a ten year period, like this is this is the thing that I think it's forgotten about is while there's so much laser focus on one part of your life, which tends to happen with something which is uh, a high level pursuit right? You, you obsess over it, you pour everything into it, other parts of your life get neglected. And then by the time that those things have either blown up or they, they've they completely depleted because they've been neglected, then you have to start dealing with them, right? And and I'm sure that you're saying you're getting everything in the right place, having a, a good support network around you and stuff. And now you can focus back on doing the things that you love doing. You've kind of taken care of, of, of business outside of that and you can get back in the server now. We mentioned the age a couple of times. Are you worried, right, that you that twenty-seven? Do you think you're over the hump? Do you do you think there's a lot left in the tank still? Device has just come back. He's had a, a lengthy break as well. He's the same age, right? Device is 27 as well, I'm pretty sure.
5: Yeah, I'm yeah, so. I think
4: so. Do you do you think the age is a is a factor, or do you think, Kenny, now that you've had some some time away, right, with all these different options, juggling things, watching the counter-strike, being able to appreciate the counter-strike in the modern era, do you think coming back into it looking at the game with like a fresh set of eyes in a way you've still got a lot to to offer here on the AWP?
0: Well, I I don't think age is a thing. Um, Once again, look at device. uh, But device and I had really different um, personalities and opers in general. And also he left the game by still being like the device we know, like the the guy that is performing well, you know? So he, he doesn't necessarily have the same change that I do, even though it's still a change for him uh for myself um i'm aware that is probably the the biggest challenge in my career and in my life so far Uh, i'm also aware that i need to do much more than anyone else i'm also aware that uh, i'm not gonna succeed the same way that i succeeded the first time in my career um i mean um i definitely have a lot of things to catch up because i haven't been been competitive for two years you know and once again i've been like sometimes i want to play i play i don't want to play i don't play you know like so consistency has not been a thing either um now what i feel like is that i need a lot of theory um which has never been my strength before uh i need to to um not to change my game style because my dna is my dna you know it is what it is but uh i need to adapt my game style um and I'm I'm fully aware of my, of my weaknesses. You know, like uh, I I know what I need to improve, and that is that is a good thing. Like uh, if I know what I need to improve, it means that I'm not really invested in what I'm doing. You know, um, which is not something that I that was necessarily the case before. Um, <laughs> so um, so yeah, now it's just a lot of lot of work. Uh, I spend a lot of time on the on the, on the PC, and I, I'm trying to to really catch up on my weaknesses. Um, and built um, a different different stuff from what i built you know like my, my ambitions also is is i'm really lucid and clear about about myself you know like uh, i am no longer the, the best operator in the world or whatever you know and uh, i'm really far from that you know and uh, the point is not to be the best and stuff the the, the, the the challenge is is really mental you know like um every games i play everyone will be watching my games and wait for the every single whiff i do mm. to point it out and say oh he's too old he's washed up all that kind of thing so i need to get prepared for that as well um i mostly need to get prepared for myself and be able to to deal with the fact that yeah i'm gonna suck for a while and it is what it is you know um and that's really tough for me because i'm always used to top performances myself as well you know uh, but um accepting those things is the first step to success in my opinion um so yeah i'm gonna keep doing 10 to 11 hours a day on on cs and i'm gonna miss as much as i'm gonna miss and at some point you know like um there is a, a long process of of confidence building that i'm going through you know like uh, you cannot expect me to be uh, not playing for two years and uh, being benched from a team uh, at a point where I was really low in confidence and coming back and be full confident and just drop 150 rating every single game. Oh, that yeah. not, that's not possible. Even though I'm playing at like um, tier two or tier three, you know, uh, this is still a level that... Those guys are better than me. This is what it is. They are better than me. Uh, but um, I believe in myself and the people around me believe in myself, which is the most important, you know? Um, so, yeah, I just need to... Uh, to 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 get rid of the the negative pressure um or just accept everything that is around myself and uh and I think that's that's the first step into to succeeding
4: It seems like you've had an awful lot of introspection here, Kenny like a lot of a lot a, a lot of thinking, a lot of time to to sit and, and think of where you want it to be because i i, I think something that is I wouldn't say plagued you throughout your career, but because it has been so lengthy, there have been periods in the past as well where maybe that motivation hasn't been on point for you, right? You hit different levels in the game. You win some tournaments you're with a good team, you know, but it, ha- it hasn't always been there right now. Like everything you're saying here, it feels like you've, you've really just sat and had a long time to think about all of these things. So the, the break sounds like it's done you some good in terms of that mental clarity you're talking about there. So it, I, maybe, maybe it was nice to be. You know, left hanging in the in the G two situation, or would you have preferred to have been out of that contract earlier? So you, you were you ready sooner than than
0: this? I I don't think I think it's the, the right time honestly. I think the right time. Maybe I would have had that uh, same introspection six months ago. So maybe six months ago, yes, but not before six months ago. I think I I've, I I could not have had that time or that introspection to myself. Um, and like the bench is, is not a bad thing at the end because I would, I, I would have kept thinking, you know, like, uh, motivation would not have got, got higher anyway, mm. uh, in my opinion, you know, uh, staying in G2 or maybe changing a team, like always like give a motivation boost at some point. But at the, at the point of where I was with G2, um, I could have stayed for an extra year, it would have been the same thing, you know, so. Uh, so yeah, but it, it, I mean, in general, I, I'm, uh, I'm really like I have a really big ego. That's no surprise, you know. Um, so I guess that uh, when you have such a big ego, you need to, to like realizing stuff takes takes a bit of time sometimes, you know, like some slap in the head or or stuff. Um, I, I, at first, I didn't, as I mentioned, I didn't take like uh, the bench as, as a slap in my head, just like as a, as a relief, you know. Mm. But uh, it, it it came afterwards, you know, like and that is a that is a, that is a first and uh, and yeah, like uh, I definitely know what I need to do in order to succeed. Doesn't mean I'm gonna succeed because uh, it's, it's it's a really big challenge in a in a lot in a really short time because the the the, the plan is to qualify for the Paris Major. Um, it's a, it's a bold one, you know, uh, but uh, but my pockets I, were
5: close last time.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. But I am um, if I if I keep my effort, I uh, I might be ready to 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 have a pretty good level at that time already, you know. Um, so yeah.
5: Was yeah. this always was this always where you're going to end up, or do you have any other options, you know, on the on the market? Obviously, this is a return to the French scene. You were. Pretty much in an international team for the first time along like well pretty much ever at the end of g2 so uh, were there any other options after g2 um yeah
0: um yeah uh, falcons tried to buy me first time <laughs> uh, but the price was uh, crazy uh-huh. crazy um vitality variants tried to buy me some at some point um, is that I had... something you'd actually consider I did con- no, I said no first straight okay. away. And then the Vitality, Vitality boss called me. Um he called me, right? And he really like convinced me to try out. Um at that time, you know, like I, I started grinding valuance and I became really good at it, you know, like super good at it. And I stopped. I stopped, went back on CS and enjoyed it again, you know, like changing sometimes was really good for me. Uh, and stopped literally playing Varouet for like about four or four, five months, you know? And he called me and said, I'm telling him, bro, I haven't played the game for like five months. What, uh, <laughs> what do you expect? You know, he said, no, it's okay, come. Uh, and I, I know that uh, if I play Varouet, I will be the best uh, in France, you know? Like, uh, I will be. Yeah, it's, it is what it is, you know? Um, that, doesn't, that wasn't... Um, um...
5: Fuck, I'm missing words. Enticing? But yeah, enticing. Yeah, enticing. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. If you
4: could be the best in that game in your country. Right. And and you could go and achieve things in it. Be like a multi game. Right. Was was that something that like lured you in? You're like, oh, shit, that, like, I could that, go that fuck was, people up.
0: That was the thing. I was like, oh, well, maybe I can I can win a major trophy in a second game. You know, like uh, there is some cool in that. You know, um, I, I liked Valorant at first, but I got bored of it really quickly, you know. Um I found the game pretty really easy as well and uh and stuff. But um when I when I accepted to play for vitality I, I actually practiced two days with them. So that was my first Tier One experience in Valorant, you know. And um and I was doing I was I was doing awful, you know, the first day. Um except with oping, because that's the only weapon that I master even if I don't practice. And then you get me into this vandal stuff uh, and stuff, and I don't know to spray with them anymore, I forgot. And and um, and today's uh, and one day after the first day, they told me, yo, I, we think that is not mechanically good enough, which is something that I literally, like, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of flaws, but I've never had like people telling me stuff about my mechanics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, and the second day I was like, okay, okay, then?" Uh, Okay, then I suck. But the, the second day, I was really like egoistic reaction, you know, and did this much better day, you know. But the, the players still didn't want me. And uh, and the, the, the owner of Vitality would apologize because he was really like, yeah, I want, uh, I'm want, i sorry, I brought you there, but it's not going to happen and stuff. So I didn't really care. Uh, and then I was like, okay, but I want to play the French League because I want to kick Vitality ass. <laughs> uh, um, so I reached out to OG that actually wanted me to play for them. Ah, okay. Um, so OG really was really hyped because I, I actually did practice with them at some point on environment, and it was at the time where I was playing the game. So the practice went really differently, you know, like I was like really good at it and stuff. And um, and so um, there was a story where like G2 and OG agreed on a loan. So I could have played uh, the development French League. So I could actually play against Vitality and kick the ass, which was my goal. But Riot, um, Riot uh, didn't accept it due to contract stuff. Um, because G2 was, it was in VCT and whatever. But at the end of the day, after, after a few weeks, I was really happy it didn't happen. I think it would have been a big mistake anyway. Um, but yeah, those are the things I went through. In order to realize that uh, I am where I want to be now. Interesting.
4: A bit of a, yeah. a bit of like a, well, it's not backhanded. A bit of unspoken Valorant slander in there as well. You know, we always love a bit of that. But look? What do you think? Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to, let's, let's stay away from that. Let's we'll stay no, away. From I was going to ask
5: if uh, if uh, you're always going to return to the French to a French team then, because obviously, you know, you had the international taste.
0: Oh yeah, that was the goal. I mean. Um that that's all Falcon opportunity was literally the best one and the best timing possible honestly um, if it was not for um, Falcon it could have been for K Corp at some point since I talked to them but most likely they were not super sure about go, coming to CS I also spoke to Sharks but the point was always at when I decided to come back was to to come back and I mean I wanted to play CS in the first place so um, I would not have been too greedy regarding opportunities, you know, but, um, the, the, the French, um, lineup was the, the best option in my opinion. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, well, speaking of the French lineup, should we, should we get into that? Stripey, yeah, you think? let's go. Okay. So you found yourself on Falcons, uh, you're over there. You've got MBK, you've got, uh, Python in the mix over there. You've got Hadji and, uh, who am I forgetting? Who am I talking? Python. 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 Yeah. Masuda. I didn't say Masuda. That's probably the one that I probably should, have. yeah, he's probably one of the more important pieces of that puzzle over there, but you're back, you, you, MBK and Kenny S reunited in 2022. It sounds like a fever dream, mate. Uh, it look, you've got you boys, you've got heat going on. There's, there's some definitely there's definitely some good French players floating around in the mix here, but you've ended up over with, uh, with MBK and co now this one, I guess. Made the most sense. He'd have Afro. He looks pretty good on the AWP. He looks, yeah, yeah, he's definitely no slouch. Um, So this team that you have, I think the one that I found the most interesting was it was Kyojin who went out, right? Kyojin went out when you came in. That no, was uh, was, was Maka. And Maka who, who went out. Kyrgyz went out before, yeah, right? Mizuta,
0: Mizuta took spot, I mean. that,
4: okay, that makes more sense then. So, um, sucks for Maca, poor lad. But uh, you, you're in this this team now when... I was having a look... You haven't played an awful lot of matches just yet. I think it's still about under 20, 20 maps. So, it hasn't been an awful lot of games just yet. But wh- is it like starting fresh? Or is it like, okay, well, we're picking... Pe- like, because you've got Nathan there. Is it already a step ahead? You, you're still doing stuff that you used to do back in the day? Like, what what's the workflow like? Because... I think about this, you guys have all kind of gone out and you've had your different learnings, you've played with different in-game leaders, uh, you, you've had all that, you've played with different teams and now you're, you're back in French Counter-Strike. Is there a lot of stuff that you've learned externally that you're bringing back or you're still doing it in the French way?
0: Uh, what is the French way? Um,
4: no, I mean, you know, like <laughs> getting, getting drunk in the lobby of ESWCs and changing rosters, right? Like,
0: isn't that how it used to go? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> that is not what I was doing. That's a long you know, time I, ago, I've, Kenny. I've, I've I've really I've never been into those things. You know, I've never been into like um, even when I was the 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 player in France that had um, always the same spot. You know, I, I've never like used that power to kick people out and take other people in and build lineups and stuff. I just let people do those things. But yeah, regarding the team, it's it's like it's it's based on the players we have. You know, and the, and the, the the, the the identity we have with like there were some teams that cannot play like Astralis uh, back in the days there were some teams that cannot play like Navi right now the, the teams have like different identities you know so so the the, the the first point was to find the identity and the way the team will perform the best um with the the, the, the strategy in place you know um at first we, we try to to develop freedom to everyone and let them um take some leads but you know like uh, some players are with inexperienced as well so it, it might be harder to do those things with inexperienced players you know because uh, micromanagement is is a difficult thing to do especially for a player like me that is already needed to, needs to focus on on myself and like going going on in the game I realize that for example in a map like Inferno um I have uh, is one of the map I perform the best right now because I literally have Nothing to think about because everything seems so natural to me because I've played the map forever and even though like there was one or two things that changed a little bit, it kind of stayed the same at some point, you know. But like if you throw me on Vertigo, on Ancient, on Overpass, maps that I haven't played for a long time or that I barely played in professional, you know, like well, it's becoming much harder for me to to just like deal with. Thinking about the strategy, thinking about even like the, the position name, thinking about the movement, thinking about the timings, thinking about uh, the reactions, and all of those things, you know. So that's my job right now. My job right now is to be to do a lot of theory, as I, I mentioned earlier, a lot of theory, in order to to feel naturally comfortable in every maps, which um, would literally uh, make my game much more much smoother. Um, and uh, regarding the, the the game style and the, the way we've playing, we we've been playing. Um I don't know. I mean uh, it's the first time I have NBK as any game leader. Um he's had Dexter, Alexib, um and maybe some and uh and some other NBA leader I, I I forget the name, but uh, a lot of experience with those guys. Um so yeah, um, I'm not gonna tell you a lot of literally the way we're playing, but uh, it's it's really easy to see that uh, we're trying to to be a little bit more structured than the beginning of the of the team when I joined uh, because of the the reason I mentioned the fact that we um we, we need uh we, we cannot really um, have people uh talking through the rounds because um, the confidence is. For now, pretty low, even though it's getting better and better because our results are going better and better as well. But at the beginning was awful. We were <laughs> we are awful as a team. We are awful as players. But uh, but once again, it's a process we 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 need to go through, and I was a good to that process now than in than in three months, for example. Um, so yeah, that that has been a lot of uh, a lot of change in the way we we are um, approaching the game, but. Um, but the mindset is great, and um I, I just think that uh, we we need a little bit more time in order to find out our identity. You know.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, uh, look, strike. Do you want to go any? Because I want there was something that Kenny said before that I wanted to get get
5: an answer to. yeah, just go into that, and I'll hit okay. up after.
4: Okay. So I'll try and morph this into the theory side of things before Kenny, when you were talking about like everything you were thinking about and your mindset now and everything like that, you said, I'm not, I'm not the best all right? I, I can't think of myself as the best all, but who, who do you think right now is the best all
0: world. Yeah. Um, Wolf. Okay. Uh, well, James, okay <laughs> not, yeah Jay, not a bad answer at well, all. i mean uh it's totally um not my game style not totally the, the most enjoyable opera to watch but like um after two yakinda I'm, I'm like yakinda and I we got really we got along really well uh in Antwerp. and he, he told me like yakinda is a smart player and uh you can see that and he told me when I joined VP it took me three months to understand how Jam wanted the game to be Okay. Uh, and then he told me he, he's a mastermind you know and i have i have the a huge respect for Opus that can in game leader you know like uh, as an Opus, i take a lot of space obviously in the communication stuff but being in game leader is something totally different so i i've always had a lot of respect for fallen for example mm. but like for me James like what he what he's been showing uh, is, is is crazy like and the, the way he plays with like literally no mistakes is is something that's is insane to see, but obviously, like, um, we should, we should make a top five to make it more like all right, all right. Here we like go. A, Give us a top five. So you gotta have simple, um, yeah. you gotta have Shiro, you gotta have Jame, you gotta have Zaiwu. and you gotta have Brokey, in my opinion. And okay, even though like, um, Kajan is just outside of it, but Kajan also is at the spot in there, honestly. Who? Kajan. 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 Uh, ca- Kajan.
4: Cajun, Cajun,
0: Cajun. It's like a Brazilian say the same I. I, I, I are, you, are you taking a piece of my French accent no. right now?
4: No, no, I thought we were like Cajun B, you know, he's back uh, in the Cajun surf. Cajun B!
0: Thought... No, yeah. Cajun. Cajun. <laughs> Cajun.
4: What, are, what about, Um, I, uh, I don't know, I don't I don't want to just go like, what about this or what about that or what Who's the most exciting or
2: to watch?
0: Um, CSR is cool to watch. Okay.
2: Uh...
0: Well, you outside of Zaywin, simple obviously. Um, but there, there is one Monesi, obviously Monesi, Monesi, Monesi. I love Monesi. Yeah, that's
2: your,
0: like your style. Of, like yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, I love Monesi. Spring like me, flicking <laughs> around a lot, yeah, trying they to hit everything them, they that moves. And Monesi would, would be would be really good. We'd be really, really good. It's starting to be really good, but uh, Monesi, obviously.
5: Okay,
4: all right, that's cool. so. I I guess the reason I ask this is because. You're saying you're doing a lot of theory, so yep. I, it, I imagine it's hard for you just to watch Jame demos because oh. you you don't play anything like Jame.
0: So I take his setup. The setups are fine. Okay, but, but like watching him, I'm like. When I'm watching a sniper playing, I'm not like I'm gonna play exactly like him, you know. Yeah. Sure. But for example, there is multiple steps in a round for an opera you know. There is the the first step where you're being a bit aggressive and try to get a pick. There is a second step where you punishing people, or there is a step where you actually retaking information with your op as well, you know? And there is a first step. And the first step is the the one that I learned the most is from like players like Shiro or James. You know, the, the, the ones that were, they are like, really like passive on the side, for example, mm-hmm. so the reaction, the, the, the angle they're holding and the, the way they, the team reacts is, is the, the most interesting part. If I'm watching, um, simple or that kind of players, it's mostly like the first and second parts that interest me the most, you know, even though the second part is really interesting for an oper like gem or Shiro, you know?
2: Mm.
4: Okay. That's interesting.
0: I like the I like the use of the word
4: formations there as well. I might have to start bringing that into my commentary, <laughs> mate. Talking about it, it's good. That's a good way to describe. It. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, where are we at here in this? We were talking a bit about the Falcons. Now you said you guys need some more time. I think we we all understand that. But is there anybody in the team that we, as a Counter Strike community. Haven't seen what they really have to offer yet. Like Masuda was meant to be, well, wasn't meant to be. He was brought in as his up and coming talent. And then towards the end of his time, we started to see more and more and more. Is he just like a monster in Prague? What about this Python kid? Or is there anybody in the team that we should be keeping our eyes on here as you guys do eventually progress and hopefully hit that goal, of, which we mentioned before, being the the uh, blast major in Paris.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I, I think they all of the uh, the like. Piton, starting with Piton, is like a really easy teammate to be with. Like in the game, it's really comfortable to play with him. Really, really easy to play with him. He's a smart player. Um he's the one that makes he, he doesn't I mean he makes mistakes like everyone, obviously, but um he seems to be the one that is the most like stable at some point, you know. Um and it's it's really fun and 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 cool to play with him on a side, for example. Um he, he he likes a bit of um of confidence i think everyone pretty much lack of confidence but that that is but that is pretty much normal you know like you gotta build a confidence as a team and then uh, pretty much everything follows uh Mizuta is um is a lot of firepower a lot of firepower but um i, I see also aji as a lot of firepower um i think aji aji is um is sometimes uh, lacking of um of reactivity at some point, but he's a lurker, you know? So um, it's it's really hard to find a balance between going or not to go or not to go, you know, when to go and when cool. to not go. Uh, for example, if you put me as a lurker, I would probably go too fast. Sometimes he goes too slow. We've all know? had
4: that problem before, Kenny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> But <laughs> he's, he's really amazing at clutching, for example, um, and, and his, his ape is his really, really, really on point. Um, so in terms of firepower, I think we have a, an excellent team. Excellent team. I need myself to be consistently good. So we have really strong city side, for example, and uh, and then I think in terms of firepower, we have everything we need. Um, and and Mizuta, uh, Mizuta uh, is sometimes moving a little bit too much um, and 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 forget a bit about his own environment, you know. But I, I kind of see it as as a lack of of experience, even though he's playing in Chawan, you know. He's playing Chawan in a really specific role as well uh the world he's having in, in Falcon is really different. He, we count on him to do much more things so he has much more like push on his shoulders. Um so I think he, he, once again it's it's about finding balance but um but they are all really talented and they all have a great mindset honestly and and yeah um they, they they're really 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 pleasant to play with.
5: Yeah, but so one okay. one person we haven't touched on is NBK,
0: right? It's perfect. Because... He's perfect. He's perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. Really? No, um, I've been buying a lot of nades in the pistol run, so I'm I'm just gonna say it's perfect right now. So I, I buy a little, I buy a little bit less. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's, it's, it's I've I've always like um I've never had issue with anyone like uh to run my career with chimmates and stuff like um you know like you you always hear this guys in a beef with this guy and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the beef with no one, you know, and I've always like. Enjoyed playing with, with NBK. First of all, because he's one of the few people and players that, like, have a really like I, I feel the respect. You know, like I feel that we have a respect between each other. Um, we get along in, in, in life also, but we have we have like big respect to each other. And I, I respect the fact that he, he's been he's been writing so much. He's been writing so much, and a lot of people have been saying like, "Yeah, NBK is a budding game leader. NBK will be a budding game leader." Uh, People that have no clue, obviously, and that don't know what it is to have NBK as an game leader, obviously. Uh, but um, I, I don't see him as a bad game leader for the only reason that he's able to uh, question himself and the way he's doing the job, and uh, he, he doesn't have any issue like spending three, four hours in, for the next day to to prepare for to prepare for the next day. You know, so for me, that's the first sign of a good game leader um and i think we we all agreed in the team to say that um we we um we lack of confidence obviously and we all have to do our own job you know uh and be um have some autonomy um but i i think we kind of everyone feel comfortable with our roles and what we have to do in the game uh which is not given to to every team as well you know we we there's one thing we didn't
4: talk about here, and I know MBK was was it did seem like the elephant in the room striker, but we're really forgetting about the French fucking legend himself, Oz striker. I, uh... <laughs> How can I not bring up Oz Striker, mate? This guy, he used to, so everyone's probably heard this law before. I'll fucking tell Boy, the law since again. He's 50
0: years old. For, since 50 years old, it's it, crazy. He,
4: he's uh, according to Hadron TV, he's 44 years years young now. But the age is not the uh, the age is not what I was bringing up here. It's more the fact that I remember he used to play in French 1.6 with a a guy who used to called Ferg. Ferg is a half French, half Australian. He's from Western Australia, where I'm from. And Ferg came back to Australia at some point after playing in France. And I used to watch like his movies, being in teams with Oz Striker and stuff like. So anyway, you've got Oz Striker, who has probably more experience than half the team put together. Really, just considering how long he's been doing it. Is there any words that you can offer us about this gentleman and the way that he does his job? Because the coaching can yeah. we never get to learn anything about it. So I'd love to. And hear I, them, and I have
0: had a lot of coaches. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, uh, what I like the most about him is despite the fact that he has a lot of experience, he he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he doesn't behave or or act like he's someone else or did something he never done, you know? Um, and what I like the most and what I think is the most valuable for me as a player is that I can fully trust him. I can fully trust him. I can tell him, you you know what? I've came into practice and, um, before practice and told him, uh, you know, like, um, and it's super good for me because I, I really consistently need to question myself in order to succeed what I need to do right now. Um, so I told him, you know, like yesterday I felt not really focused. I took my phone during rounds and stuff and that annoys me. You know, I know it's not a good thing to do. And I'm able to tell him that because I know he's not going to judge me. And what I like the most about him is that he's, he's, he's here to, to help his players like building their confidence. You know, he's taking players by players and treat them the way they should be treated you know like um you cannot treat a player like you treat this one you know like people are different you know what i'm saying sure. um and he is is obviously invested into the tactic uh the tactical part of the game but once again he also have a lot of trust in uh in us to to, to build the game we want to build, you know, he trusts NBK to uh, to bring what he needs to bring, and he also trusts his players to to bring what they need to what they need to bring. If we don't bring what we we need to bring, he's gonna tell us the way he need to tell us, you know. Uh, but I I kind of see him like as a as as a man leader, you know, like he is bringing the the people energy to to the top, and um, and uh, myself as a as a as a as a player that's been playing in chair one my entire life, um, it's not like I have nothing to learn. I do have a lot of things to learn, you know, like, but uh, he's not going to approach me like uh, I'm going to teach you the game, you know, and that I appreciate as well because I have that. Um, uh, and yeah, it's just like, okay, this is your problem right now. We're gonna spend some time together. I'm gonna fix your problem, you know, mm. and without judgment, without like anything. As long as you see improvement, is is happy. And uh, no, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy that uh, I have that kind of coach in the situation I am. Okay. Cool.
4: All right. Uh, well, Kenny. I think we will bring up more questions as the show goes for sure. And if we get to the end, maybe we've even got some viewer questions that we can, we can throw at you here as well. Do you have anything else? Or do you want to get into the quiz?
5: We can get into the quiz. Okay. Questions that have to do with some of what we talked about. Okay,
4: nice. So we're going to get, get into who wants to be a skinionaire. Uh, Ken, do you remember how this one goes? No, I have no idea. Okay, five questions, multiple choice. Striker oh, yeah, has created the questions. And uh, if you get all five correct, some lucky viewer at home is going to get a pair of $50 gloves. So uh, basically, uh, they're all going to be typing bit skins in chat right now to enter the draw. Uh, everybody's just typing away. And every entry, it's not multiple raffle tickets, guys. You can only enter once. And then uh, Kenny will be your gladiator representing you in battle right now against Striker's questions. And I, look, Kenny, if you do need some help, uh, I will do my best to assist. Uh, I don't know if I will be correct or not, but I, I will help you. I can be a lifeline if you need. Uh, all right, let's get into who wants to be a skinionaire brought to you by Bitskins. Question number one, please, Lucas. Question one, which of these teammates did you play the most maps with? Was it A, MBK, B, Apex, or C, Existence?
0: Wow, that's a tough one.
4: I should sure, always a tough make one. tough questions here. <laughs>
0: Literally, that could be with all of them. Uh Considering I stopped playing with Apex in 2018, but I've played with. Ape... Okay, wait. Let me Is do it do just see us ma- go. Yes, Yeah, just see us go. Okay. So no, let let's, let's me a, let me do some math. Okay. Some math. Okay. So N B K. uh Very games. Titan. Bartley Titan.
1: 20 seconds.
0: You two
4: Hey. We might need um, to give him more time here, Lucas, because he's actually working this I, I,
0: out. I, I, would go, I would go with Existence. Existence? Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would have said Apex in the first place, um, because sure? um, because uh, like, me and Apex like always enjoy playing with each other, but we stopped playing with each other in 2017, and then I started playing with Existence again. Okay, that's NPK. I, lo- I locked in I locked in existence,
4: but if, Lucas, if we can change the answer. We can change it. So of course, I didn't
0: say my last word. My but word is MBK. <laughs> All
4: right. We're changing it to MBK. And the correct answer is, I love the little refresh here, Lucas. That was if nice. It's existence. It's again. Apex. <laughs> the correct oh, answer okay. is Apex.
0: Uh, that's not surprising, but it's a little bit surprising.
5: It's actually a lot more than existence, both of them, because NBK is like 860 and and Apex is like almost a 1,000. Yeah. And existence
0: is like 400
5: or something, like 500. Bloody hell. So a lot, well, Apex, big,
0: big yeah, yeah. I mean, Apex is one of the players that really uh, pushed me to be a better player as well. So, uh... yeah. But, yeah you, played, uh,
5: you played on like six different teams with Apex. Yeah, that's what
0: I felt at some point. But after G2, we, we stopped playing together, which was a mistake, by the way. But uh, for me, mostly. For him. <laughs> but for me, mostly, it was a mistake to stop playing with him.
4: That's wild. Okay. Well, all right. Well, question number one didn't didn't go great. But let's go into question number two. Can only get better from here. In how many years did you place on the top 20 list for HLTV? A, 3, B, 4, or C, Five. Five.
5: Five? You can show them in the back. I can I literally see them in the background. Oh, I can see the metal in the background <laughs> yeah. as well. On the
4: second level of that shelf over there.
0: It's been yeah, five times. All
4: right. Locking in five. Correct answer.
0: Maybe it's four. 13, 12, no, five times.
4: Yeah. That's pretty fucking legit. All right. Uh question number three. Please. All these fucking numbers. I'm getting confused. Question three. <laughs> Which of these players has fewer MVP awards than you? Cold Zero, Zywu, or Get
0: Right? Uh, which of these players has fewer MVP? Uh, Get Right has as much as me. Zywu, do you count the online ones? <laughs>
5: everything everything that, that is, that lets like, be. Zywu. Zywu does. Has fewer. That's The Question, fewer. question fewer? is fewer. who has less? Who has less than me? Cold Zero.
4: Cold Zero? All right, lock it in, A, Cold Zero. Correct answer is. A cold zero. Zawu got a couple fucking strays there.
0: <laughs> oh, Zawu would finish Sky with 20 MVPs anyway.
4: <laughs> Something like that. Oh, shit. That was, that was funny. Okay. All right. Okay. Question number four. That one really, I really like that one, Kenny. You can come around more often, mate. That was a good one. All right. <laughs> he actually
5: <had like> six <laughs> online ones, to be fair. So, yeah. <laughs> Question number
4: four. <laughs> How many different teams has MBK played for in CSGO? Six, eight, or Ten. Okay, wait. We can already name two OG yeah. Falcons.
0: OG Falcons, most faults. Uh, Titan, Very Games, ADLC, Vitality. Oh, that's. Vitality.
2: Early years. Early years. Early years. After
0: Very Games, after Very there was LDLC. Then, uh, G two eight. That's eight. That's okay. eight, but that could be ten. That's eight. I would say eight, right? Am I missing something? No, wait. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it's eight. Yeah. Does it count the team name they had before? Nv became... Nv ten.
4: Okay, has to be ten. Lock it in ten. Correct answer is. No. Then. okay, we're solid I in this one. We can get four I... out of five. The we can get four out of was, five. Uh, the how can I forget it <laughs> I think you
5: didn't I say, I Titan. Say,
0: t- say Titan. I think you didn't
5: say Titan.
4: I said Titan.
0: I said Titan. Okay, Titan, but okay, that's can I which popped,
5: one you missed.
0: But there was one I'm missing, though.
5: Double Pony. Oh, yeah, Double Pony is the last one. There you go. Oh. Oh, the
4: ponies. You can't forget we'll, we'll about the ponies,
0: mate. All right, all right.
4: Fifth and final question here. When did Oztriker's Counter-Strike career start? 2004, 2006, or 2008? Oh, my
0: God. This has to be the earliest one, 2006. Is it 2004 then? 2004. It has to be 2004. Oh, yeah, that's it has then. to be
4: 2004. I was fucking watching him when I was like 14 years of age. Has to be.
0: He was already 40. Yeah.
4: Think 31. 31 44 for 20 years. <laughs> All right. We lock it in A. Lock it in A. Correct answer is 2004. All right. Four out of five. Not bad. Prof's not here, Lucas. Can we just make it five out of five? Because Kenny made me laugh. Lucas. There's good answers. Lucas. I know that you're Production. drawing I know that you the winner right now, Lucas. But can we make it five out of five? It's five. Five out of five. See? Five out of five. Wait, there was that first question. It was the fucking hardest question. The quickest, the quickest, the winner is quick share with a four and the three of share with numbers. Uh so that's pretty good. That's that's a good name there, quick share, the A and the three, the A and the E. Why did I say four and the three? Anyway quick share uh he's the winner our people will reach out to your people and uh we'll get you your skin that's from Bitskins. now you know what we should do right now lucas what you know what we should do right now
1: run the ads run the ads let's run the ads lucas the ExtraFi M42 RGB, what a fun mouse. With five colorways, lightweight frame adjust 59 grams with a swappable backplate to suit your grip style, the sensor, the easy cord, the smooth skates and driverless control for RGB and DPI is why you should check out the M42 RGB down below.
3: Now that my search is over, it's going to be a tough choice, but fortunately, no need to choose when you can just have them all. Buy and sell skins on Bitskins.com.
2: Do you feel it? N1Bet comes to brighten up your world. Play anytime, anywhere. Just go to n1bet.com and get your bonus with promo code HLTV. High odds and fast payouts. Playing is a pleasure when everything is clear. n1bet.com. Your bet, your game.
4: Welcome back to the recent news. And the recent news around my household is this Christmas tree. Uh, It doesn't resemble a traditional Christmas tree. It is a real tree, smells real, uh, and I, uh, you guys couldn't see it in the background, so I wanted to put it front and center here. Uh, but we are going to be getting into the N1 moment uh, to kick off the recent news, and what we've done with the N1 moment is we've amalgamated a nice piece of well recent news uh, with the N1 moment. So the N1 moment this week is going to be talking about, amalgamated, Was that? did I use that correctly,
5: Stryker? I did not hear in the context you used it, and I'm sorry.
4: All right, well, let's hope I did. Uh, but basically, long story short, the M1 moment for this week is going to be about devices return. Funny thing is, we had uh, we had a couple weeks ago, Kenny mate, uh, we had an M1 moment, and it was you in the server. We had you back in this. I think it was like overpass high. Was it overpass highlights? Either anyway, we, you were our M1 moment. Basically, this is a little segment we do on the show where we highlight something. Well, it doesn't have to be nice. But uh, we, we highlight something in, in in recent news, and this time around we're going to be highlighting uh, device. Now we don't have any crazy plays, but what we do have uh, should be some Chris stats. <laughs> yeah, stats, right? He stats, and that's all that we care about in Counter-Strike, right? It's just the hard numbers. No one cares about anything else. But all in all, and I want to, uh, we we can we can go on a more lengthy conversation about this. But I think this is the only way device got out of this situation, like in the clear, right? He's not gonna No one's going to rag on him, right? But th- we expected him to play well, especially against th- teams like tricked right and we 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 don't expect this Astralis roster to necessarily win and they didn't but device came back he played well he did what he needed to do it was online counter strike as well so people were always going to have that he just needed to do like well he did more than hold his own right he still he still showed very good form against the level of opponent um that is obviously Nothing crazy, but that's why he had to perform to this level. He had an average game where a stinker; people would have been up in arms. But the fact here, he comes in, he takes care of business. This is the best case scenario for Device, which is probably just a, a relief here, I imagine. Striker, what, what do you what yeah. do you think? Is this is this, is this <laughs> Well it's a good showing, obviously. But exactly. But the best the, of a bad situation.
5: Obviously, people will take it take it the, the wrong way because like now that the story is now it's just gonna be about device and blame F because the other one the, the rest can't really uh, keep up with those two. Okay because th- those two were the ones that kind of like carried them throughout those two series as well. So it just becomes the, the device and the device and blame F story now. Um, when before it was config and blamef and and whatever. So until they get um, until they get stare. Yeah, I don't think that's happening.
4: Well, maybe if Sprout lose right now against Spirit, uh, maybe that'll be... Nah, you, you're probably right. That's probably not happening. But yeah, look, I just wanted to to kind of celebrate the return of Device here, which is good. It's good to see him back in the server, but you're right. In terms of the team as a whole, it more has to change. Kenny, do you have that feeling about Astralis, that it's it, this isn't the final team that we'll be seeing
0: next year? Uh, well, um, I I don't know. I haven't watched the, 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 the return of Device. I heard that the City side is pretty weak, right? Well, yeah, they've,
4: only was... played, they've only played two best of threes, right? Yeah. Well, uh, let, let me check
0: because f- funny fact is that having device and blamef, which are two really strong city side players, um, and still having weak city sides is 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 pretty odds, if one my opinion. Are you but, needing, uh,
1: uh practice information now?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 they they were really good in practice, trust me. <laughs> 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 we got <Without laughs> device.
5: Without uh, device
4: okay fucking hell so they were scary regardless
5: not like amazing city size but pretty normal pretty normal just one bad city size.
0: yeah i don't know uh i don't know uh i haven't watched them honestly and and you know like um i'm, I'm not in the spot to criticize anyone anyway but uh but i don't know like um is i have, honestly i i don't want to give an opinion on this because I, I i haven't have any like feedback to to necessarily give um obviously blame Earth is is um He's playing out of his mind for, for, for years now, so it's, it's probably not gonna change. And and device is gonna be the same device as before. Uh But the question is about the 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 Zitniks and Mister, Mister Co. Um Mister is like he's a really young player. He's uh, still on the academy roster. So... I don't think
4: he's officially on their roster. So no, I mean
0: they even
5: updated the the like the the website team somebody just put it up on reddit because they posted it on on twitter even saying oh we updated like everybody's settings and they listed a page of the team where it just shows the four players without mystery you know yeah, and i even yeah. checked about this just to double check and i did get confirmation that there's no yeah like, he might mode. not
0: be he might not be ready for the big big stage no. yet you know um but um he's played a couple of games like 27 games we actually sure as i can see um which is decent yeah. um everyone is on the, on exhibiting shoulders i know um, is it coaching? Not well, much. look, the thing is that zip had a good
4: game not that long ago, right? So this is the thing. It, zip just, has a, to have a, one good game, good game, right? Yeah. And then, but the thing, th- this is this, the conversation for me right now, That device is back is you can keep glaive. You can keep device. You can keep blame F and you get two and more players. They could be young players and you could have a really strong team in six yeah. months, I think. But if they continue to like try and drag this team, unless they can bring in a really good star signing for mister and someone that's going to deliver in the firepower department in a big way and be just a consistent as if you have blame F, device, and then a third rifler, a, a, a rifler as that third star, sorry, you're in a good spot, because we know that glaive can go aggressive. And they, let's say they if, if they keep zip, and he can still do his job, right? If he can yeah. still if he gets his roles and positions back, because we know that there was a bit of overlap with him and blame, if they're using blame more aggressively, there's there's a lot of things that could be conversation points around how Astralis could get back to being a bit of a contender here. But right now, this doesn't feel like the magic recipe, right? Uh, so Or you know, I could have done something with Magisk there. We could have had a a bit of fun, a fun conversation. No,
0: but uh, they they are missing. I I think they need someone new. You know, like a new blood, not like since (laughs) like bringing someone back or like uh, having a player that has been around for years, such like as Config. You know, like I don't see Config fitting there somehow. But uh, someone new, like uh, yeah, the spot guy would be great, but.
3: most likely,
0: Sport is, is not really interested into letting him go, which makes sense. Uh, but I, I, I think there is someone new that is needed there. Uh, in my opinion.
4: Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do, right? We've always been a little bit puzzled by some of the choices Stralis have made uh, over the years, and uh, well, this actually links us into the next piece of news quite nicely here. So, striker, I want to give you the floor on this one because I love giving you the hard <coughs> tasks. Uh, now, in recent times, esic have. Uh, erased hunden's ban right we have lifted yeah. here actually but they've erased, they've erased, erased it. it doesn't but, yeah. exist anymore uh his ban it was never even a thing uh, so do you want to give everybody at home a little bit of a, a catch-up on what's been going on
5: i mean there's that. that's the thing like we just don't even know how exactly this happened right we just know that hunden lured up in some way uh there's been reports that like that actually happened very early on after his ban and now it got removed even like completely deleted from the website and everything like that. EC basically don't want anything to do with it it seems like and even the statement about it seems very vague and kind of like vaguely referring to to ESIC kind of promising to review their procedures and things like that so there's there's clearly been some mishandling of the case um from isic side and that's why this this ban was lifted um that's Pretty much it. Hunden is now free to to play, um, to get signed for Astralis. I guess I don't know.
4: Okay, so that's that's what you have spoken about. There is he could have already been signed for Astralis, right?
5: Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he could have even been signed as the coach. He just couldn't have been officially on with them on servers, you know, than like in sure. tournaments because like on tournament grounds and things like that. He could have still coached them in the behind the scenes, and there would have been technically. I'm just saying, technically, nothing wrong about it. Obviously, you know, people talk about morality and and all that stuff, but like technically, he could have still worked with Astralis, just not, uh, just not uh, officially on the server or officially and be and on tournament grounds. Yeah, th- this is a curious one, Kenny. How much uh,
4: did you get? Did you get caught up on all of this drama when it was going down? When all the coaching stuff and the Hunden
0: situation, are, are you well versed in this? Would you say? Um, not that I'm aware of. Uh, I mean, um. Once again that's um us and us only but back in G2 we would never have agreed to have someone cheating for us so so yeah um that that was that was a weird time honestly that was a weird time and and considering I was not like uh, concerned by those things I, I couldn't say if um that's a real thing or like just like a guy making magical calls and not anyone knowing about it you know
5: yeah. I mean, just to be um, clear, this, this is the second band that that didn't have anything to do with the coaching,
0: you know? Yeah, but ASIC sounds like a joke as well, a little bit, you know, at some point.
4: But that takes um, us to the next point there, Kenny. And I think, that like, the fact that you've said that is kind of what I think the community stance is right now, is that ASIC with this, because the
5: the fact that they've got lawyers and they've just erased they it from their website. They can't any any sort of, like, Scrutiny. Backlash about their scrutiny, about their bans. Like it uh, seems very clear.
0: You kind of just ban people and ban them and ban them again and just ban them. I'm maybe we're not sure. Like I don't know. I don't really know what happened with the with Gary, the Fury coach. But uh what I heard, that's also like a big bullshit. You know?
5: Yeah. I mean, that's that's got more to do with Val rather than Isik because he wasn't even in ban for that long with Isik, You know? But, but th- this is where the problem is, striker. Because what you're, yeah. what you're saying is true,
4: right? We. The, but the, the, yeah, the,
5: I, I know what you're okay.
4: No, and that's but this is for people at home, right? Like, I think yeah. you and I are probably in a very similar stance here, right? these These bands in the first place, it got found out that this was happening. And then Steve and Michal, they went through and they created this stuff and they found out all the cases that happened. And then they assisted Isik in, in part of this. And then Isik put out all their sanctions and their fucking spreadsheets and their tables. And they worked out who was going to be banned for how long and different sanctions and this, that, and the fucking other. And then Valve went in and go, oh, this is who everybody believes is the integrity body for Counter-Strike. Well, if everybody else is trusting what they're doing, I guess we will, too and then they went and
0: then they I mean, took that that makes sense at some point um they're supposed to be the the they're supposed to be like bringing the the the, the, the justice at some point you know and yeah. uh, you're supposed to trust them but if they're not able to build the justice that makes sense that is fair uh, at some point, yeah, they they're gonna we're gonna give that to someone else and that is the normal things, you know, like um but that they, they were trusted in the first place makes sense to me, you know. Um but then they fucked up themselves. Yeah. I, I, I would not, not blame Valve. I would not blame Val for trusting them at some point, you know. I would blame Essex for not like doing things properly and, and fairly, you know. And and this is I think the quandary if
4: you put yourself in Val's position for a second, let's say they have got wind of what's been going on and this Hunden situation and stuff. Well do then they take a step back and go, Well, do we just absolve all of these? Do we just wash all these away? Are there some that we keep? Because Valve clearly don't want to be hands-on with this. It shouldn't be their responsibility. That That's what I see, right? Because Valve have never stepped in in this way before. They've acted on things. Like when we had the stuff happen with Steel and all those guys, that was off Richard doing all the reports and stuff, right? Yeah. So somebody else had to do the work and then Valve acted. So now this has happened. It's very unlikely Valve will walk these back. Um, maybe there's a conversation that can be had there. But this for me falls at Esic who are stepping into territory that they're not equipped for. Because we know that there were CS experts who helped them look at this information that was being brought to them about the coaching bug. Who were those experts? I would love to have their their, their names, right? Because those are the people that helped curate whatever these sanctions were going to be, whatever the point systems were going to be. These are the people who helped inform them based on that information. If these were just employers, employees of like different companies and tos and stuff who aren't actually Counter Strike players maybe they were like fucking 20 years ago but they've never really touched csgo and they're people like giving that type of information that's bad enough in itself right and here's me looking to point fingers at different people but at the end of the day e6 should have never been in this lane anything game wise we should have people who are game experts to talk about the things in the game if they're going to sit and do their fucking match fixing or their their gambling stuff that's fine because ian is an expert in that and that is probably what they should have focused on the entire time was match fixing right. and anything corrupt in that way but as soon as you start stepping into our world of things that are game related that you know people like kenny i've put a shitload of hours into counter-strike over my t- like these are nuanced little details here right that that you can't just have people who don't know the game, who don't have any tangible experience coming in and making decisions on. And then I, then that's why I question, who the fuck were the people they asked? Because if we found ourselves in this situation and like we had evidence of this, we had Team 2 recordings of this, we had a camera vision of this... It, Actual Counter-Strike experts would have been able to say what was possible and what wasn't possible, right? So uh, there's a lot of steps here that have gone wrong. And this is a problem because now there's no credibility for the CSPPA. There's no credibility for ESIC. Both of these things, as far as I'm concerned, in Counter-Strike have been flops. And if we want to do them properly, then we need to have a change of approach of how we do these things, right? Right. We need to have Counter-Strike experts involved in Counter-Strike stuff, right? Like the Uh, (laughs) in-game.
0: That uh... will
4: never happen because HLTV is like commercial, like, Commercially sponsored,
0: right?
4: Yeah, yeah. Of and, but, I look, no, that but that of course, you but
0: like, you need you need transparency. Those things. Um, there is a lack of transparency, who works for for the investigation? <laughs> who does it and stuff? That so that's 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 all bullshit, in my opinion. You
5: see why this is a problem? Even what you were talking about, Chad, is the fact that we don't know why exactly who didn't got on. You know, I'm going to use the word on band, even though like they just they they are basically acting like the band was that was never there. Now, yeah, kind of. Uh, is that like so does that mean like first of all does that mean that they fucked up on the lawyer side and just didn't have it covered well enough so like whenever it got challenged they just can't hold it hold up the ban because maybe they like the clause that they used because they used like a super catch-all clause for banning him like anything that doesn't that isn't otherwise covered by the code of conduct that could be damaging to a an event and things like that like there was very a vague uh, vague part of the code of conduct that they used to ban Hunden for this basically so was it because of the the lawyer part that they couldn't hold it up, or was it because their initial um, their initial evaluation of what Hunden did was wrong? The fact yeah. that like whatever he shared, whatever actually happened there, that's the thing. Like we never knew what exactly he shared. True. Like there were some, you know, references to like what, what it was, like strategy material and blah, blah, blah. Some some people saying it was just anti strat, some unnamed experts saying that it was important enough to to get him banned. For like, let's say corporate espionage type stuff. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's the thing. Like, we don't even know, like, if what he did in the first place actually happened the way that he said it. You know, or did yep. they just get it wrong because they don't know anything about the game? They because they didn't <laughs> understand. You know, like, so like this all is so difficult to understand. It's just, like people can't even make a judgment about. So Hunda, like, did did who didn't actually do anything wrong, or is he just did he just get out of it in a lower way where they can't hold it up? Like what the fuck even happened? You know that's the problem. Like we just don't know anything.
4: Yeah. Look, Isik didn't create this mess. Obviously, people abusing a bug did. Uh, but Isik definitely came in and fucked this shit up. Right. Like they they came in and 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 made a mess of it. Unfortunately, here. Well, that's
5: the thing. Like they they with this case specifically with Hunden, right? Like they stepped into an area that they don't. They just felt like was something that they probably should have done something about, but didn't have anything to do with necessarily integrity of the game, you know, or like um, things like that, that could have been something that the teams handled between each other, you know, or like the team Mm. could have handled on their own, you know, maybe like the corporate espionage types, where they would have taken it to court because, you know, he shared some stuff that we probably shouldn't have based on his contract, you know, whatever it is exactly. Maybe they should have just let them handle it, you know, and then like repercussions would have been there rather than, you know, them acting like the body that they are. Um, having to do with anything integrity related in Counter-Strike and maybe just stepping a little bit too far, you know, and just handling something that they probably didn't know anything like enough about. So that's the, that's just my entire issue with it, you know.
4: I bet they wish they didn't get involved with it now in hindsight, right? Because it, it's, just, it's just caused them so much more work. It, it's completely fucked. Anyway, uh, if people are interested in finding out more information, at least from what we've discussed in the past, Lucas reminded me of the episode we did with Ian Smith. Uh you can check that out. I've put some uh I've spammed it in the Twitch chat right now. Uh also if you want to go back and listen to all of the Hunden saga and everything that happened, we got plenty of episodes about that for you to go and listen to, so you can go and check that out as well. If you, there's no point us rehashing everything no, here to do with really. Hunden no. and all of that. It's just kind of now, well, yeah. As Striker mentioned at the start of this topic, it's likely now he can just go over there and officially be uh, Astralis's coach, and that yeah. would probably be what happens. Uh, I, I, do we do? Do we think Striker that Astralis give a fuck how that's going to look to the public, or they just want to I mean, get back to winning? They
5: have. They should not. They have very specifically said that you know, as long as he. On unbanned, they're, they're going to be happy to hire him. So like, I would be surprised if there wasn't somebody in in Hunden's uh, mailbox already, you know, like getting him getting him uh, at least an offer about like the coaching job that it's obviously still kind of empty in Astralis and, and Castle is just somewhat of an interim coach, uh, potentially staying a little bit longer depending on if they can get somebody new. So like they have already said that they are happy to, to hire him, you know, like if as long as he's not as long as he doesn't have a ban. You just said, Kenny, they should. Yeah. Why should they? Is just that good, just that valuable?
0: No, I think, like, uh, what? Does it matter to the public what they think, honestly? Fair enough. <laughs> well, to them, it kind of does because it has to shareholders and it, things it, like that. It does, it does to everyone. It really does to everyone. But um, but since Zonic left Astralis, um, they never really found a coach that was... um like substantially like bringing them something from the outside perspective and they never really found the consistency with a coach either uh, mm-hmm. not that it brought device back um, i think they they will need to build around all those things as we mentioned before like Lave, PMF device um building around them and uh, doesn't matter what people think and then he still tactically was a great game leader tactically, and i think he was a good coach as well so um, I think if they need him, they should hire him. That's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, I mean,
5: it's also it's also because they kind of need somebody new, like because they can't buy somebody existing already. Because heroic at this point, like they just have a much better team. There's no reason for them to join Astralis other than you know that being the biggest brand in, in, in Denmark uh, esports wise anyway yeah. or mm. team wise anyway. That would be the only reason I could see. You know, for, like for um, for anybody from heroic to go over to to Astralis. Then we've heard the things about like Sprout's response to their rumors saying he's just not leaving. Like, no, thank you, basically, they said um, so. That's 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 a no go. Then there's like Zyphon, who just joined Sprout. That's the same thing, like he just he's not going to leave, you know. So some of these players like we've just seen move elsewhere, you know, like we just had Matic, um pick up Roy, you know, and things like that. Like all of these players that were kind of on the market for a long time and Astralis passed up on, they're not available anymore. So they do need somebody like Hunden who will bring up some new talent or just like yeah. scout new talent and things like that, because that's literally what he did for years and years and yep. years. He constantly brought up new talent from like lower tiers of the Danish scene. So like as, as much as it would be at least at least ethically questionable or um, whatever it is, you know, like it is a good fit. Yeah. 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 The guys in yeah. ban, right?
4: Yeah. He's well. only banned in the majors until uh twenty twenty four. So it says here uh but
0: do you think do you think that a um a coach that is working a world year um with a team, not being able to attend the major will make a big difference for that team? For Astralis, they've got to get back to the Majors first. So... Yeah, I mean, get, yeah uh, Obviously, apparently, obviously apparently, but yeah. Do you need your coach behind you at that tournament. I mean, it's sex. Probably not with see? Glaive. Like, but, I think uh... they
4: could get through the RMRs with Glaive, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it it won't be easy. I don't think it'd
5: be easy for them to do. I, I think because I mean, Glaive We've had can... coaches work, like, behind the scenes even without, like, being actually on tournament grounds. You know, like exactly on the server maybe it's it could make a slight difference you know but like coaches would do most of their job outside of that anyway at that yeah. at this point so i thing. think it's 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 still like it's a it's a trade off that i'm i'd be i'd be willing to gamble australis are willing to take yeah okay uh let's let's ju- do we want to do any more on this we good with this not really cool, cool. yeah cool. i think
4: this is we've had plenty of people cover this off in recent times uh let's yeah. jump into the the cloud 9 situation because this one is very interesting to me uh so for those people who have missed the rumors, Overdrive was out there tweeting some stuff. And then I see that HLTV put up an article here about uh, the possible players to replace uh inters over there on Cloud Nine, who I think a lot of people's knee-jerk reaction immediately would be inters isn't the problem. Is that your initial risk like Kenny? When you look at Cloud Nine and you look at this team, they're young, they're you know, they've they've got they've kind of come to fruit not fruition, they've they've risen to power. In the online era, and now yeah. on land, they're now, they're not able to hit those same heights. Other than IEM Dallas earlier in the year, you look at this team. Do you think that they're a team that needs to make a change to to make that next leap?
0: Uh, that I don't know. That major was really weird, especially from round nine. I swear to God. like the change the stage, the legend stage, and then the playoff. What, what like this team is literally predictable at some point. You know, like um I, I feel like they're they're having a hard time dealing with the pressure in general, uh, which maybe explains why swinging a little bit more to to play as good as they were playing in the online season. Or maybe um teams are just better offline than online. Um but yeah um I've seen I've seen the, the only player that I that I'm actually seeing being really consistent in that team is Shiro. Mm. He did an incredible major um but I know like a player like Excite has been hyped, overly hyped a lot um He's very for, up and down. For good reasons. But if the thing is that, for now, he doesn't really have a star player statue, if that makes sense, yep. because of the up and downs he's having. Um, so maybe at some point, they might be lacking of firepower. Um, I kind of liked the way Nafani has been playing at this major as well. Uh, I think individually, he really stepped up. Um, but yeah, um, the Cloud9 game style is really um, not really like viable if that makes sense. And uh, maybe expectable from other sure. teams. Yeah. Um so um I don't know if Intel is, is, is a problem, but um but they might they might need a change. Yeah, they might need a change considering like their star their own star players are not performing consistently except Hero, you know. Um but um but uh, Axai needs to be more consistent, obviously. Uh, I think Obit is is doing what it needs to do. Um, so I don't see any issues in Obit. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, Naf- I don't know what you guys think about Nafani, but... Uh, I've always been quite a fan of Nafani. At some point, uh, even though individually he's been having a lot of up and downs as well, but it's, it's once again it's an in-game leader and he needs to to give the space. And obviously, you you need to to support those guys. You know, you need to support those guys. Uh, and that's also the big question about about Intel is that his role is not to necessarily drop 30 kills every round. You know, so what's the problem? With that chip. The problem is maybe the system they're having. Um, Maybe, uh, maybe the, the coaching, maybe the staff, maybe the maybe the, the the mental side of it, maybe the lack of experience. Because at the end of the day, except of Orbit, they they don't have a lot of experience in general. Even though I feel like Axel has been there for for a century, um, um, they have they they might have mental issues as well. Uh, like many teams, obviously, uh, that's mostly the, that's the biggest problem of CS:GO players anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but yeah, I also see them as as a, it's not a young team, you know. But uh, it's been mentioned a couple of times that they're having internal issues within them as well, you know. Um, so so yeah, like um, you can cover up um, internal issues with good results, but uh, at some point everything crumbles when you you start to to lose. Mm. Um, so what is the problem, with the team? That's a good question, my friend.
4: This is the thing you've highlighted many issues, right? And 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 this is where this is where for me the conversation is because the knee jerk, especially from a community standpoint, is well, interest isn't the problem, and I can get behind that if we assume that the team is going to operate as it operates now, right? But if But it's, it's not
5: with the-, the names that are on the docket. Go ahead.
4: No, I was just I was just gonna say that I, I I think that it's the approach to the to the game, right? The way that they're mm-hmm. playing the 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 they're playing by the book counter strike, and as you said, Kenny, that can be easy to read because they're not really mixing it up too much, right? And they're not really giving their players that freedom for the creativity because they're playing it they're playing the by the book counter strike, which is how you want every team to start, but then you need to add your own little moves yep. and your own little strats and everything on top of that to have your identity in the way that you approach the game. So there's, I think the, the issues are twofold. So then if you go, okay, well, it's the approach to the game's the issue. Well, then who do you look to change? Well, do you look to change the in-game leader, Nafani, or do you look to change the coaching staff with Groove and Finn and everybody like that? Well, you go, if you don't want to change either, but you want to add a new weapon, right? Let's say right now that they agree with Kenny's point. Let's say that Cloud9 have identified the fact here that Axel is inconsistent enough to be the second star of this team. Okay, well, let's bring in another fucking sick rifler. Now, I know some of the names on the list. Forrester was one. If I want a sick rifle who I know is gonna deliver me a multi-kill, I'd look towards the Forester. If I want somebody to be a supportive element, then I would look towards, Sanji was one of the names on the list and Buster as and Buster well, right? the
5: other one, yeah.
4: So this is the thing, out of those names on the list, Buster, and mainly Forrester uh, putting me in the position where, okay, they want to have a different weapon. They want a different... But when they when Sanji comes in, I go, well, what the fuck are they doing? Just keep inters. But if they want a new weapon, if they want somebody that they can like... They want more experience, Buster makes a lot of sense. If they want somebody who can offer them maybe a little bit more as a player, Forrester makes sense. But Sanji doesn't make any sense to me uh, as a conversation point whatsoever. I, I just look at this instead of just going, okay, instance isn't the problem. I'm trying to look at what cloud nine have identified as the problem and see why they might be wanting to make this change. Because there's no mm. point in us going, well, this is fucking stupid from C9. We're better off going, well, let's try and understand the decision. And then if we understand it, maybe we can help us work out what they're trying to change. So Striker, where where do you land with with all of this?
5: I am curious about what what it would look like with Forrester because obviously he's a very different player. Like in Entropic, he was kind of like the guy who got a lot of space, who got a lot of um a lot of his moves, um and he was kind of their biggest star rifler behind that behind the alien as the upper, um and the one who just could have could have done mostly whatever he wanted, you know, in rounds. So like if they get him get him in, what does that mean for Cloud Nine? Because like Buster, I can see that he could fill in like supportive positions. Sandrew obviously like he's he's done that. Um, pretty much his entire career, right? So, But this forest one is the one that intrigues me the most because it's just a completely different player to enters. It's a different role, you know? You have yeah. to switch the entire team around if you want a player, like maybe not the entire team, but a lot of the setup, um, maybe around the Shiro pack, let's say, like you would have to just set up differently, you know? Because at the moment, like it's Cloud9 sometimes live or die with Nafani trying to get the entries or just trying to make space for them. Um, yep. but that doesn't necessarily always happen, right? Like we like he's kind of like the the coin toss. yeah the coin toss like it's it's just sometimes he just dies without doing anything, maybe handing off some information, but just uh, dies and makes it a four v five for nothing, really. And sometimes he gets them the opening. But like you do need a little bit more consistency in that if you want to be a very consistent team. So, um, I think that's that's somewhere where I would be looking towards uh, Forrester being a viable option where maybe he would be the one. Not exile, who's clearly not been the one that's taking a lot of initiative in that sense uh, to take a lot of space, even though he can, he just hasn't so much. Um, so that could be the, the the avenue. I don't know who else could be like in their sights because, from what Overdrive was saying, there was a there was a lot of different players in there in their sights, and obviously, like a lot of people would probably want to join Cloud Nine. as sure, yeah. like about
2: yeah, if it's
5: that- actually possible.
0: And the really difficult things about this con- inconsistency of Axai, for example, is that he's, he's an aggressive player and they really lack of aggressivity in the team. You yeah. know, Yeah. Um, so if, if Axel is not successful, um, well, once again, like um, it, it makes them like stuck in, in the game style, you know, because you, you don't see Shiro taking that kind of initiative, for no. example. He's a really like passive opener, and it's working really well, you know, but uh, you 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 might need more aggressivity. Like Nafani is aggressive at some point as well, but as you said, it's more like he's throwing himself for his teammates. You know. Yeah. Um. So that's not the kind of aggressivity that makes a lot of sense.
4: Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I I'm, I think that this is the thing Like right now, I think the polarizing in-game leaders in terms of that aggression, are like Art and Naphany, those are probably the two that stick out in terms of we, we, Art seems to have a couple more. He's got a whole circus show behind his, whereas <laughs> Naphany's is, right? If I get away with it, I get away with it. If I don't, I don't. But let's say that they wanted to, not new to Nafany but maybe trying to assist in that aggressive style and you bring in a different player and then, I don't know, maybe you move Axile and you say, listen, mate, we wanted you to be an aggressive element, but now you're going to have to take a backseat over here. Maybe Forrester gets, I don't i don't know. This is the thing. Cloud9 have this decent lead time, which is nice. They get this time to be able to practice and trial these players because they're not in the, in the Blast World Finals, which we're going to be talking about coming up very soon. But this is a luxury they are, have afforded to them right now where they can actually spend these two months to try and work this out. And it's good that they're actively doing something. You could trial all these players and still keep Inter's, right? Like if, like I, I wouldn't, yeah, I would I mean, advise, possible. right? They don't, they have to make some changes, but and but maybe they decide, okay, we've worked out how the approach of the game wants to change, or, or something along those lines, right? So we will see where they end up. Um, it's I mean,
0: they, they, yeah. sorry, so you, but there You're is on. also there is also that opportunity that will be, uh, Nafani mentioned many times that Shiro is gonna be an in-game leader, he's made for sure. this um and shiro is really like like James, for example yeah so um like removing Nafani, uh putting shiro as an in-game leader and finally making him like go further in in his career and, and take the next step you know um which is obviously a big challenge um but that that wouldn't block a lot of things as well you know like um they, they could bring whoever they want at the end yeah. of the day after this or maybe
5: yeah. they could just even keep Naphany and just like try to hand over the reins to Shiro and and him him being the in game leader, you know. And Naphany can just do, go do his crazy stuff, yeah. Like unlock him a little bit more, like what happened with Nip and Hampus, maybe a little bit or whatever, like that type of a uh, that type of angle. I think that's also something to try, you know. At least if you don't want to make roster changes, you can try that. But yeah. still, I mean, it seems to me it seems very set that they are they they do want to make a roster change at this point, you know. That they are pretty set on this, so. Uh, I mean, it could be it could turn out what the way you were saying, Sponge, that they just you know they don't find the right fit and you know and if they don't find the right fit, that means okay, well then interest is probably just our better choice and then we can try to do these other things you know that maybe we had in mind about changing. So but look, all they need to do is listen to GB James'
4: great advice, make a play, <laughs> uh, yeah, make a play to get your dick hard, right? So if they can just start doing that, then I think we'll be all scared of Cloud Nine because you know they're a great team. Now I've got two things here, just quickly, quick share. Uh, the winner of the the Bitskins, who wants to be a skinny you know, net. Lucas is trying to contact you, but you have your whispers disabled so he cannot get in contact. Uh, so I wanted to just highlight that one right here. And I wanted to segue using the Russians we were just talking about to talk about Russians in general uh, being available now to play in Katowice. Now, I, look, I don't know if we mentioned this on the show before, Striker. We up, have, we have because i know we definitely spoke about it in private about like how much of a shit show katavitsa might be because we were just looking at the teams who could potentially be affected by this if the russians couldn't go would have been the like outsiders navi cloud nine g2 with monacy in the mix right there uh there and that's just me getting started right like we've obviously there's a whole bunch of names that you can go through who would be affected potentially by this so the fact that it's all good are we in the clear is it a big green light or is it still a little bit
5: amber i would say it's pretty pretty green Uh, it's just basically the deal is that for people who don't know there was this there was this ban that poland um, latvia lithuania and estonia um, imposed on russians arriving at their external borders which means external european borders or european union borders so from for poland that would be where Kaliningrad is and then for the for the Baltic states would oh, be yeah. for, for their borders with, with Russia. Um that's that's the big caveat there. That's those are the borders that are that are being blocked, let's say, by by this ban um to most Russians. But Russians can still enter the countries from um at least from the Schengen area. So like let's say they go to Germany or Czech Republic or Slovakia or whatever pol- borders with Poland and it's easy to get to um, to Poland, then they can they can pass through and that they're actually not going to be stopped even if they get checked, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not a problem legally for them to go to Poland through those areas. It's just They're, they're just not going to be allowed in through those external borders and through flights because like a lot of like flights from Russia have been banned entirely. And even from third countries, they're not going to be allowed in. It has to be through the Schengen area, apparently. Uh, but it is possible. It's harder, but it is possible, and I'm sure that, um, like the teams will do everything that they can, you know, to to be able to figure out a way to travel to, to Poland in a way that is possible. Yeah, sure. we we don't have the teams locked in for Katowice just yet. We have uh, Fnatic and
4: Permitter P- 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 who just qualified for the.
5: Uh, but then we have the outsiders as well. Outsiders already qualified for Katowice straight. I mean, you're in the play, and I think right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Altair is for... right now. For Karabitsa through the major yep. uh, phase are qualified. Are qualified, but like the most of the team list is already locked in based on the ranking. Points I think there's shit, just like right, some, yeah. some spots that could potentially, like at the bottom, could be changed through like the South America and North America ones, and then um, some teams might hop back and forth between the groups and the plans. Uh, but most of the most of those teams are pretty much locked in, and we should be we should hear about this in a week. Pretty soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next. Okay. Next week is it going to be locked in?
4: Well, th- this is just good news because Katowice is pretty early next year, right? I think it's been brought forward by like a week or two weeks. Yep. Uh, so it, this is going to be our first event pretty quickly in towards the year. I think we get back underway with blasts groups, groups yeah. which I don't think they've announced yet. It's going to go like blast groups into Katowice, Katowice. and then straight yeah. into Pro League, basically. So the yep. year is just going to get underway real quick here. Kenny, you, do you have anything to add about this? This is a pretty a pretty nothing kind of topic here. It's just good news for Counter-Strike fans, knowing that the Russians mm. will be able to play and the event actually means something.
0: Well, just that's, that's really good. Okay. <laughs> that's really good. That's all.
5: Yeah. Two thumbs up from wasn't. All right. We're
4: gonna get into talking about the Blast World Finals now, the last event of the year. That's gonna be going down in uh Abu Dhabi, kicking off on Wednesday. And uh us Europeans, well, I'm not a Europe I live in Europe. I guess I am a UK. I guess. We're all humans on Earth. That's we that. adopted you, bro. Yeah. You, have a, you have a get. British
5: passport, you can you can passport but bas- Not last... technically not
4: European anymore
5: either, I mean right? not European Union, <laughs> but you are still European technically.
4: <laughs> on the continent, right? Something like that. <laughs> kind um, of all right, I wanna I wanna jump uh, into this and start talking about this. But Lucas, can you roll the playtime bumper? Because this has never happened to me before. I need to run and take a piss, mate. So can you can you run the playtime? But I know we're not going into playtime. But just run it so I have sixty seconds.
1: Thanks, Lucas. Playtime is like ten seconds. It's though. not ten. You want me to loop it? Endless loop?
5: No, just just run it. Okay. Run whatever you can. All right, we're back. And it's chat a chair so cam.
1: Gonna...
5: It's a chair cam. It's like back to all the episode. Yeah, we're back. Uh, I mean, we're going to wait for, for chat to, to come back, but we are going to transition into the world final talk, and the teams that are going to be there. Uh, Kenny, you said you were going to Abu Dhabi, right? I am. Play. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Play the show match. Ah, yeah, is it yeah. a leak? I
0: don't know. I don't know. If that's public. Uh, no, that's public. Actually. Okay. If, uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's your time to do it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I think to... I did follow you. Just did now, of course you follow me. You better follow me. Do, of yeah. you me. Yes, yes. You're
5: unverified, By the way, I saw. Yes. I just. I just
0: saw. Yeah. I is it because you changed the, the handle. <laughs> because I changed the name. Yeah. Because I changed the uh... name. Okay. But uh, nowadays, I, I try to pay for it. You know, but they don't let me. Uh, in my country, <laughs> they don't let me. You need to be in the UK. USA. I don't know what other countries need to be, but um, I cannot pay for it. I wish I could though.
5: You can't be fake, but I mean, you can. I'm sure you can ask for it, and it's not going to be a problem. Like everything. Oh, I tried.
0: Just my I tried. I have and you've got an eye. I, I have contact. Oh, yeah. okay. We've alone directly, but he's too busy in me. Are we live? Yeah,
5: we're back. Yeah, we're back live, Chad. What did I miss? Uh, nothing. That's uh, Kenny is going to play the show match in Abu Dhabi.
4: Okay, that's nice. Do you,
1: don't, you know anything about it? No. <laughs> all right, you're just gonna play it. <laughs> it's probably gonna be their uh their new stuff. The voting stage. with the Blast TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's one a stage
0: thing. game. I love stage, so I take it.
4: I'm gonna game. be interested to see because I didn't even it didn't even click with me until last week's episode. Or I don't even know yeah, was it last week's episode? When we were talking about the fact that there's gonna be a crowd there.
5: Yeah. I mean yeah, it's that... a fucking massive arena, that's the problem. Like, I didn't I think it was know gonna, gonna be I thought it was gonna be like a studio event.
4: It, so this is interesting already in itself. Like, it's going to be curious to see if it fills out how they it's feel not it, gonna, look, fill going to Look, it's it not
5: going to fill out. Like, if they, if they do fill it out, that they're literally going to have to, like, okay, now I'm not going to go. Uh, I mean, uh, we know,
4: we know gonna, what he's doing. We They're going to, to sell, sell the, they're gonna have to, <laughs> to pay, pay people though. to be in the seats. Is that what you're saying? Huh? They're going to have to pay people to be in the seats. Is I, that what mean,
5: you... I was not going to say pay, but look, okay, let's let's incentivize. Yes, incentivize. I hey, mean, look,
1: mate, haven't there been a lot of, I've seen a lot of ads for people saying like, "Come to Dubai, buy tickets on Twitter." I did that. Sort of yeah, I've done it. I'm sorry.
4: But what about what <laughs> yeah. about over there? They're like all the all the football fans over there watching the World Cup, right? Maybe they will just come over for the weekend and watch the drama. Yeah. I just, just come I didn't over. see
1: that for Copenhagen, you know. So maybe that's, you know. You, and so you were saying this is a good thing? No, I'm saying maybe all of the promotion that they have to do is a bad thing because they're not. Oh yeah, because they tickets. they're trying to get people. in. Oh. sadly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, generally but...
5: there, there's also a lot of players like giving away tickets and things like that, which is generally not a great sign. But like like nobody expected. I don't know what the idea is, in the even in the but we all understand it, right? Such a big people, arena. I know. Let's explain this to people at Strike maybe people don't yeah, get go it,
4: for, right. Go for it. Why is the event in Abu Dhabi? Well, I imagine because the government there said, we will give you a lot of money to have the event here. And they went, yes, we'll like, give like the event right? Yeah, like exactly. So it's it's very likely that that is the the rationale behind why the event is in Abu Dhabi. I don't think they went and go, yeah, we're going to pack out an arena here. Like the fact that if you can get an arena for free or they help with flights or they help with the hotel or they help with this or they help with that, that takes a lot of cost away from blast to run their final. And then the blast just have to go in there and put on their event and do what they do, which is production very well. And then bang, you've got an event, right? The crowd turnout, it might come back to bite them in the ass, considering how our community is, right? If we go there, and it's empty arena, and they're putting on this massive blast show that they would in Copenhagen for no people, then it's gonna look kind of silly. But I think the blast are gonna do something really smart about it. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the plan is. I, like I said, I didn't even know two weeks ago, that was even meant to be a fucking crowd. But there's one thing I do know, is that blast are very smart in the way that they do these things. And I'm oh. sure that they will have some plan in place. Uh, to deal with lack of audience, so uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm excited to see what it ends up like because Blast continue to kind of like uh, push push the push the agenda, continue to develop things, and that's why I was bringing up Blast TV. I think it's really cool that they're creating this hub for Counter Strike fans to go to to experience the game in more ways than one. Right, you can do their fun little games, or you can do this, you can do that. You get the viewing experience there. Uh, you can do the show match thing that they had before. I think they are all cool ways to have our you know our uh, our viewership be more interactive uh, and and be entertained and trying to keep yeah. them in places for a little bit longer. So
5: actually one thing I do want to say about the Blast TV I, I, that's the first time I kind of checked it out during the um during the fall final um, yep. because I don't know if you've seen the player that they have and the, like their own basically streaming service that they have over there. It kind of works like you know, Steam TV used to work, where you can like not just go through rounds, but um, you can see like highlights from the rounds. Okay. Um. So there's gonna be like you know like if any COVID happens, that's gonna be noted down there, and you can click on it, and the round will play. Like when if there's a multi kill, it's gonna note down like on the timeline, and you can click on it, and it will go back and basically do do your replay or like go back in the in the VOD and, and just like give you that highlight again. So there's like some pretty interactive stuff. It's not amazing at the moment and from like the technical side, it's not like there's a lot of things that I just gave them in feedback that I would change about it for for it to be a bit more user friendly, because it's Mm -hmm. kind of like it's a beta, you know, like they've just they just started it, you know, so it's kind of understandable, but it is cool that they're trying something like this, trying to make something CSGO specific, um, you know, to have rather than just like the Twitch or YouTube uh, YouTube uh, streams. Well, everyone's trying to crack the, the the code
4: here and work out how to keep the eyeballs for longer or work out a way to monetize or whatever yep. and, and Blast is trying something a bit different in that regard, right? So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that continues to uh, expand. But let's look in on the event. Now, Striker, at the start of the show, I did call you the new number one OG hater. Uh, uh-huh. You wrote an article uh, yeah. earlier in the week and it is titled OG's World Final Qualification Exposes Major Flaws in Blast Leaderboard. Now, anybody with uh, a couple of brain cells mashed together, knows that you're merely using OG as the example as to why the Blast World Finals system is is bad and not really offering us the best teams of the year as opposed to you disliking OG. Of course. I mean, Would you like the, to now defend yourself?
5: That's the thing, right? Like people will say that's okay, like your, your own OG hater and, and whatever like that. But it is like because of their case that it makes it so obvious that the, that the that the system is just bad. It's just like because they literally got in just through essentially just through winning two blast groups, which yeah. as everybody literally everybody knows who like knows a little bit about Counter strike. Those are not nowhere near the most prestigious tournaments that we have all year long, but they are still considered by far by far like two and a half times more important than majors in terms of the leaderboards, you know, so like, obviously, if you do well, on the other groups, that's going to give you a, a pretty big, um, pretty big head start on the on the points if you want to qualify for the world final. And that's what happened with OG, they, the only three events that they got points from were the two last group wins. And then the world final, uh, not the world final, the spring final, where they made the semis. And those three events were enough for them to qualify for the world final, which is supposed to be and i'm quoting blast here like where they crowned the ultimate champion of the year yep. you know which is obviously you know if you brand it that way you kind of expect the best teams there and the way that the leaderboard was presented like they're pointing they're assigning points to all the events that happen in the year at least the top ones and so the best teams outside of the five or six that won the big tournaments of the year the the two esl leagues the two Fall finals the two finals of blast and two majors were supposed to be at least close to the two, two best teams outside of that group, you know, yes. but obviously that didn't happen. Like there's, there's, you can't make a case for OG being one of those teams. And, you know, and that's what I'm trying to say, you know, that's just an example of why it is bad. And it's like, it would be difficult to understand if I just presented you a bunch of numbers of like a hypothetical case, rather than, you know, using something that actually happened, you know, that we see a result of um happening now.
4: They do their own event a disservice with this system. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, they, they could have had all the best teams, it could have had the highest billing. It, look, we're saying all this. You wrote that article. OG will probably win the whole event now, right? But <laughs> uh, say that <laughs> but realistically, like if you had, I don't know, I'm sure we could put a whole bunch of names at
5: the world final. Cloud nine, we would, I mean,
4: that's that's the biggest biggest uh, example, right? If cloud nine was there instead of OG and our opening game was heroic versus cloud nine, and then you look at you l- listen to this list of teams. If we just take out OG and add cloud nine, heroic. Outsiders, Phase, Na'Vi, Liquid, Vitality, G2, Cloud9. Cloud yeah. Just put Cloud9 in there. It's, it makes a bit of sense. You could even yeah. take G2 out and put someone else in, I'm sure. But, you know, G2 at least...
5: I would say Liquid probably achieved less during the year than G2 overall, but like sure, yeah. like either Make way. Make an yeah. argument for
4: both of those, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, but their name value. Now, look, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here, Kenny. I want to lob one your way, mate. So you were inside uh the partner situation, right? You were in G2. You were the ES, your ESL partners as well as Blast partners. So you, everything was coming your way when you were playing. Do you think that this system, now that you're outside of that and you look at it, do you think it's good for Counter-Strike? Do you think it's bad for Counter-Strike? What do, what do you think?
0: <laughs> Two years ago, I was super happy about it. <laughs> yeah, right? Now it's a bit more complicated, right? Uh, it's fucking
4: hard to play at the top now.
0: It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Uh, it is. But I don't know. Looking at the, at the at the at the lineup of um of the teams in the final, in my opinion, it's, it just makes sense. Um, even regarding OG, honestly, like um, they cannot consider other events than Blast. That is like too complicated for them to consider ESL events because they are not the same identity, you know. Like so, um, they they have to consider only Blast event. And if OG performed really well in all Blast events this year, it makes sense that they are here, you know. Um, but yeah, now I it's it's really difficult to say, you know, like um because at the end of the day the, the when you look at the major for example, it became more open for everyone, you know mm. um so obviously it's it's really much harder to 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 participate in a in a calling event or a blast world final for a chair two team than it is for a chair one team during the season, but uh <sighs> I've 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 actually never really asked myself that question because I've always been in the right spot, you know. Yeah. Sure. And and nowadays I'm just like I just need to grind from from the bottom to to the top. So I've i am not asking myself those questions to be honest. Um. But yeah, it might look like a bit in balance for everyone. What if I put it this way, Kenny? What if I said to you that
4: like with the way that the circuit was structured right now, that your team could never play a blast event? Would that be fine? You just play everything else.
0: It depends how long I want to play. <laughs> yeah,
4: right, but like in the in the now, let's say the next the next year, you can't you you can't play a blast event. Like that's, yeah, I mean, that's just the reality. Like
0: right now, uh, so it's normal that we cannot play a blast event. But if we if we start performing well and consistently and grinding and and climbing climbing and climbing at some point, I, I might find this unfair. Yes. Okay, because that, that like the the question.
4: That I wanted to go with this was,
0: but would give you... me give me an example of a team right now that you will actually see um in blast, not like blast for final, but in blast in general that is not in blast uh, cloud but...
4: nine outsiders,
0: oh yeah, yeah. Uria. and there is no way for them to play blast now
4: no they can they well, can qualify through the showdown, right, yeah. but the showdown now has been morphed into this fucked up stupid regional. I, don't I mean, know it's, yeah, it's one spot for an A1
5: spot for Europe, which is a bit rough at the moment.
4: Yeah, especially
0: for the website always, huh?
5: And yeah. then they
4: bring in all the partner teams already to get a second chance to try and qualify. And it's a single elimination bracket. And to get there, like, snappy, he'll tell you, mate, he's got to do 333 different qualifiers just to get in towards the showdown. I was
5: looking through, like, some of the research that I did for this. Dance did 21 maps. i played 21 maps to get to the, um to get to the spring final this year. Twenty one maps. Twenty one to, 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 to get to the into the spring final. So that the two that. qualifiers that I played the plus the showdown, all those three stages, they, they play twenty one maps just to get to the spring final. Nora. Yes. Okay, but...
0: yeah, the, the system is is is, is not right. It's not but... right. The, the the thing is um the, the conditions for the players in brass are really good though. Um and I, I don't see how you gonna come up to the organization and tell them that you want to change it, you know? Considering the conditions are really good for them.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard some stuff recently. I won't get into that now. I don't like to, to, uh, like to talk when
0: when I first started walking one Blast event, like that's that's already like a lot of um financial uh things for the organizations, you know? Um so now that you give them uh you give them that uh authority and and uh and um and you make them over everyone else um you cannot like work back from it you know what i'm saying yeah
4: yeah no i know what, i know what you're saying yeah i, I look i i just want to offer this as an option for i know what strike is going to say so i want to offer this one to you kenny if there was like you know we got the ufc but we've also got bellator we've also got like we've got a whole bunch of different like mixed martial arts like uh fighting i forget the name organizations yeah but if you're a fighter for the UFC, you can't go and fight over at Bellator unless like they come to some kind of agreement, so, like they were exclusive. If Blast was exclusive and it was just whatever twelve teams that they decided to play in their event, do we care? Kids, that okay? Like this is the question I'm asking: Is it okay if we just have an event like that? If Blast whole event for the whole year, like because right now they're trying to I mean, offer that, a couple that, spots.
0: That, that is, the, oh, it works on 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 League of Legends, for example. Yeah. You know, and how do you reach? How do we get access to those leagues? I need to pay.
5: Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's not. It's not okay for the reason that, like, it it shuts out other tor- tournaments. You know, that's if, the, if that's the problem. If they don't present,
4: you know? though, striker. If they don't present right as oh, we're open and other people can qualify and share, and they just go close and they just do it.
5: I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not just worse. I mean, they, of course they present that they're open, but not, but I mean, is, they kind of are, but not right.
4: But the reason um, I ask you this is because in the article that you wrote, right, there's a lot right. of different, there's a lot of different comments, right? Some of them you shouldn't even bother reading. Some of them, like people are like, yeah, of course it's like that. It's blast event, right? There are other people who are like, "Now nah, this fucking sucks blast event, but, yeah. but, this. but the people who are just like, yeah, well, it's exclusive and we know it's exclusive and I'm okay with that because they give us a good product.
5: Like, is that a fair thing for people? It's, it's people. I mean, it's not good for, it's not it's good not for fair. Counter Strike. Not, it's not good for Counter Strike fair. in terms of, like, because you want the best teams to be to be playing, right? And we, you, we don't know who the best teams are if you don't let them play. Yeah. So, like, if you only but have it, a certain outside, set of
0: teams... I, I, as you mentioned, Slytherin should be there they want to major. Yeah, yeah, like, as a point example, you know,
5: like, obviously... Like
0: but it's, not, it's, not, it's not the fact that they're not there that is bothering, it's the fact that they, they don't have the opportunity to be there, you know? They don't but have... They're lucky. That,
4: Someone just said in chat, right? Because they won the major, they got there. But someone said in chat, "C9 and outsiders can't qualify to showdown since CIS qualifier got cancelled after the war started."
5: Right, and they could—they didn't get a invite, like the straight invite to the showdown either. Yeah. So look, I—the only reason I bring this up because
4: we've had this conversation a million times—is just to just to start having the conversation, and probably for our viewers as well, right? If you're a viewer and you want to comment in the YouTube comments after this and let us know what you think, maybe there'll be a Reddit thread. Are you one of the people who's okay with it just being like, okay, they just put on their thing as long as it's quality content, and it's teams I like and it's players I like, it's fine. Like, I'm just curious. I want I, I want to get people's feedback on this because it's something that I know what I think, I know what striker thinks, right? I have a pretty good idea what prof thinks, but you, the viewer, the people at home who are giving up your time and your attention and having the ads flashed in front of your face, essentially you're the ones who get to determine this. And if the consensus yeah. is over a larger body that you guys just want to watch that. That's that's up to you, well, right? Valve will have something to say about it. True, true. <laughs> but let's say there was just Blast exclusive and everything else was still open or semi-open, right? This is why I'm saying, like there's room in our world for everything, I, I imagine. But anyway, you're right. Valve do I upset. Let's talk about the counter. Let's fuck this fucking yeah. business bullshit. Let's talk about uh, what's going on over there at Blast. Now, uh, we saw that Heroic are going to be operating at the event with Configs. Down it is going to be sitting this one out uh i think most people of us in the know understand why Stan's taking taking the time off at the end of the year here i'm sure people can go and find that information if they're looking for it um but having config come into play uh after the whole config story earlier in the year i I guess this is fine for heroic they know that they're going to get him on best behavior uh he's been saying (laughs) he's reformed right if if it comes in and, and it's shit it's Look, just like, well, we had a stand-in. If it comes yeah. in and conflict's good, it's like, yeah, well, we know conflict's fucking sick. If so, he causes
5: a ruckus with a broken foot, <laughs> that'd yeah, fu- there can't, be, be, funny any of that, right? can't yeah. be any of that, right? Come into
4: that craziness, but this kind of does take away some of the shine for heroic for me because now they just get to go in and they just get to just pitch the ball as hard as they want. If it hits the target, great. If not, who gives a fuck? Like yep. they've just become the bogey team for the event where they can do whatever they want. They can play whatever Counter-Strike they want. If they do well, oh, of course, Heroic are good. They play this style. They're a bunch of really good individuals. If they do badly, oh, they have a stand-in. they got to get at a jail-free card. And this kind of makes the whole event funky. It makes it a little bit strange uh, knowing that they are going to have have this stand-in situation. So um, I, I I don't expect anything of them. Do you have any expectations of them, Kenny? Do you think, okay, yeah, we're going to get the same heroic or you same as me? It's like stand in, uh, anything's possible.
0: Well, they will have a momentum, at least. Okay, from the, the from confidence? The, the confidence, yeah, from the Major and the Blast the even they won. Uh, and they will play the without pressure. Confidence plus no pressure can be a good mix for them. Uh, so I, I will not say that they... It's really hard to predict that that kind of things, you know, like it's really hard. But as you mentioned, like if they if they fail, then nobody would blame them for that. But uh, in the other end, uh, I I don't see them being last, for example. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, striker sees OG being last, <laughs> but um, not necessarily last. But like fighting for the, I, I would not be surprised if they if they're in semi-final or like the yeah, right? trophy, yeah. you know, crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the mix of uh, no pressure last event of the season. Stone has a big impact in the team, though. Uh, it's not gonna fall. It's it's hard to forget. Um, the config might have some pressure on himself, but the world team won't. So, um, so yeah, either it's gonna be only days for them. Yeah, which which is not impossible. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. or they're gonna do something great. <laughs> that's, that's I don't I don't see a middle ground where they just like do okay. You know, it's either they they will be they would be all food and enjoying uh, the Abu Dhabi weather, or they um, they're, go- they're gonna do something good yeah, yeah. it's go- it's gonna be wild that, I mean what they, do you think, Drago?
5: yeah I mean they basically to get to the playoff they just need to beat OG in the first round and then you know they will play um let's say Perfect. the second or third place place teams in the other group in the quarterfinals even if they lose to Navi or Vaitati in the in the other game in the groups so like they Semi-finals are are definitely not out of the question. You know, yeah. they could beat like a liquid with, with a stand-in, you know, or even a G2. Like, why not? So like it kind of depends on, on on who goes on the other side. But I still like I feel like especially with how evenly spread heroic have always been. And even Stown hasn't been like some big superstar for them. You know, he is an important player. He is the most consistent player of them, I would say. But they do constantly have like different people stepping up, literally right. all five. You know, they, they just have They have that kind of a team and we've seen KD and even step up to that level, you know, where he can be like their best player in series, you know, and things like that. So I think as long as they can find a way to fit config in, I think they're still going to be very dangerous. Um, As long as config, you know, it doesn't hasn't forgotten how to play Counter-Strike in the couple of months that we've we haven't seen him play. You know, I don't know how much he's affected. I haven't really seen him so much, but I expect him to be at least on a decent level, you know.
4: Well, with all the stuff he's tweeting, you know, I'm sure that he's been putting in the hours. Now, yeah. there's one factor here, and I don't know how much this will affect a team like Heroic, but it will definitely affect other teams in the tournament and their map pools, Is the fact that we're going into this event with Anubis, Kenny? You've been playing much Anubis, mate. Well,
0: Anubis, yeah, I yeah. played it. I played it in. in what do Manchester you think? It's sick. I you like it. it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like for an opera, it's pretty good because <laughs> <of> the, <laughs> yeah. because the 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 situation are really really um, fast. You know. Yeah. So I, I like it. I really like it. I like all the new maps. I like Ancient as well a lot. Um yeah. I think this is this is good. Um
5: go? Vertigo. You
0: Vertigo, like Vertigo, 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 Vertigo. I don't dislike necessarily Vertigo, but uh, I would like a cobblestone or just two more than Vertigo, not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Still got the soft spot for cobblestone. But I, I know this is it's really promising in my opinion, if i don't know what you guys think about it but i i, I love it i i, I enjoy you i enjoyed the map a lot you know it's uh and it's pretty new as well you know it's pretty new regarding uh, the aspect of the map is built
4: the thing that i because i I, want, I wanted to check today uh, how many because i've just i just play matchmaking till four o'clock in the morning because i'm a degenerate human being but i've been playing a shitload of it like lately uh i think where is it here is this this my numbers? This can't be my numbers. Oh, that's ancient. Anubis, I played it sixty three times this month. Whoa, I've just been because the thing sixty is, times. Oh, yeah, shit. well, the thing is, I because when I do my job, Kenny, I don't want to be a fucking noob. I want to make sure that I at least have some play time, or you know, like if if a pro is like you're fucking shit sponge, I, at least I can go in an, in an aim map against them and get one kill out of ten, you know, something like that, right? I don't want to be I don't be dog shit. And when I talk about a new map, especially as a color commentator, I want to make yep. sure that I can at least speak to some of the things. So I'm trying to get a lot of play time on it. I'm even learning 64 tick spawn smokes so That's that right. I can fucking replicate ideas of things that I think that teams might actually try. Um, So I've been putting a lot of time into it. I fucking love it. I love that there's so many cool dynamics on the map that I think teams are going to be able to play with. And I have no idea what the meta is going to look like, right? You can have a, you know, you expect a few things, and you you think it'll play out like this, but you never know. So, yeah. is it a, is it a map that you guys are going to look to play? Is it a map that, that is going to be in the in the arsenal for the Falcons? <laughs> that's
0: that's a tricky question. Do you, you don't have to, to give away wanna... the
4: secrets. It's all right. to keep the secret. All right, all right. We we'll play wait seven and see. maps. All the maps. All right, fair enough. The, yeah. I like uh, the, you gotta run with that one, fair enough. But we know you like it and you know that and you said it I like you feel it. like it's a good map I for like all of
0: I've 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 started one matchmaking and I've played three, so it means I like it. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right, fair enough. But I think it's gonna be a great uh, open map. Um I don't see it. I, it's just like the, the aggressive perspective of it on Cityside, for example. Um I don't really see it yet because I maybe didn't push it too far. Uh, but for sure, like just the system of rotation is really advantageous for an upper. Um, the the pace change also for for, for t sides can be can be really interesting. You know, um, you can change the pace around to another, um, which means that it's a good map. You know, yeah. uh, that's for example a big flow of of Verigo. Obviously, the, the the pace will change but the pace will change only on one segment of the map, which is A. Uh, either you wait for the smokes or you go before the smokes. Yeah. So that, that that is why vertigo is is known as a, a non-interesting map theoretically, like strategy-wise. Uh, but Anubis, like, um, it seems really interesting. The, the mid part is really interesting. Uh, the river part is interesting. Uh, the the sites are built. Pretty, pretty nicely, in my opinion. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's, it's funny because I, I don't see it as a map that needs a lot of change, you know? Yeah, because it, it's already it, gone map. under some change.
4: And they they, they map,
2: changed so...
4: it a bit, yeah. Well, the the thing with it was it because it, when it came through Map Core, right? It came through like a Map Core competition, and they changed it a bunch. There, we were talk. Were we talking about this on the episode I came on Strike? I think we were. Uh, but they they have like some change yeah. logs and stuff on the on the Steam page to do with it. But I guess just to to drill us back into the conversation now about Blast is teams. HLTV TV did an article about this as well about the the winners and losers of this Anubis change, right? So we know that Heroic have it as a perma ban, right? Dust two, so they can just afford to not play Anubis at this event, or they could, could do convenient. it, right? We've got uh, outsiders who have to who have to practice it. Faze who have to practice it. Navi who have to practice it. Me too. Uh, D2, yeah. A of a bus, or... Yeah. So yep. everybody
5: besides Heroic yep. have to play it. We we'll would like, it there's, there's a That's very high sure. chance that we will see it. Yeah. So when we I'm not talk even about... sure if it's ever happened that we had like got a new map in and it's never been like it wasn't played at least once at the next tournament, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure we've Bless always you. seen it every time.
4: Well, that, I think I think we are going to see it. I think we are going to see yeah. it just based off a couple. Even, maybe it'd be a third map decide, or maybe someone will think they're hot shit at it and try and pull yeah. it out early. Some, here.
5: Somebody will just pull it out, like in a, as a pick, you know, just some one of the, like OG, let's say, like because they they have to take. Well, maybe not OG because they're going to play heroic first, but whatever second match they will play, you know. Yeah. So I think that'll be that's a that's a
4: factor that we can't possibly know how that's going to unfold, which is obviously going to skew a lot of the results here. So I, I suppose one thing we could do because we spoke about heroic here, then with the stand-in factor, I think we everyone's expectations of OG are very low, but as I said, they probably win the event because of yeah. that. Um, so those two, we can kind of like pigeonhole away. But then when you look at the rest of the field, you've got Outsiders and Phase, the two major winners of the year. You've got G2 who needs something good going their way. Uh, you've got Liquid who are just still in this nice... This night they're in the sweet spot liquid are in the sweet spot they haven't they, they they haven't hit the danger zone just yet in a good way they're just in this sweet spot of when they they can flourish in this beautiful butterfly and will love it uh you've got navi who are doing this six-man experiment and they've got vitality who are probably look in that similar sweet spot i would say uh as as liquid um but when we when we look at all of these teams coming into this event is there a clear favorite right it's so hard to pick because everybody kind of has something different that they're playing for. FaZe can, you know, go, okay, we win this event, there's no question it was our year, right? Because if they don't win this event here, they've only been good for six months. Well, Uh, they've only been winning for six months, right? So this would be good for FaZe for that, to go into the break with a win under their belt. For G2, they would love to show something that's just positive Counter-Strike here.
0: But they play FaZe first, right? Yeah. They always beat FaZe.
5: That is a good good matchup for them indeed, yeah.
0: Yeah. always beat be curious.
5: There's been, yeah, G2 have taken off some series. Does off that phase, even of the
4: in their... No, it doesn't, huh? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, the, uh, Only ESL events. So, Katowice
5: is going to be the next chance,
4: yeah, which is still, still a good shot for them there. They get to defend their, their title. It'd be curious to see outsiders. I think outsiders out of all the teams would be the one to pick an Ubers, like just go, yeah, fuck it, and just pick an Ubers against anybody okay. because, yeah. like, they were really good at Dust 2. Like, well, I, I like their approach to us, too. I like the way that they like and and for them to have that, you know, they could put a lot of fear in teams if you go up against Liquid and you just fucking pick it first round and you body them. Or something. It's just such an unknown, man. Like,
5: I don't know. I so mean, Phase is so many... the type of a team who would almost do that. But then again, they also yeah. started practicing vertigo. So that's FaZe is the one that I'm interested about in terms of Tanubis uh, because they are the team who could technically just ban it because they are like, uh, leading up to the major. They were practicing vertigo. They were like confident enough to let it through. Against DNE, you know, obviously it didn't work out very well for them, but, um, but they did they did deliberately play Vertigo at that point. So I'm curious about if they'll just start banning Anubis here just to make sure that, you know, they are good on the map that they're good on, and, um, and just use it to their advantage, basically. Yeah, I, look, I, I I'm having a hard time pinning down,
4: um, like a conversation point or a topic here for us to to drill into to look at this event, right? Because it, it all feels very floaty. and that's There's kind a of lot web... of
5: small storylines. That's the that, that thing. Like, one thing that we haven't even touched on is that we'll also see the M4s and the RP we... change, which is also something that will definitely have an effect on the meta. Like, we've uh, already the, seen the, a lot of
0: players... The, the, the M4 hasn't changed at all. Do you think so? No? There's no. been a With lot the of players who said that it has. I don't know what you guys think, but uh, I was <laughs> happy. I was like, m 4 4 go back to it and stuff, but no. I went back to the A1s straight away. Like the the nerf is is, is not significant enough, in my opinion. Okay,
5: I've seen. i have the thing is like I've seen um, opinions I mean, it's, from pros from like all kinds of angles. You know, people say, "Oh, the the silencer is shit now." And I, other I, stuff I just think like... that
0: people were at some point really happy to uh, to get the A4 back at some point, mm. and that created a hype. But if if you want to to look at it in a, in an in a efficient way. Uh, I still think the A1S barely got changed.
5: How's it been in practice? Like the feeling about like how much like how much people have been using yeah. A4 versus A1S?
0: And the price, yeah. The, I mean, like the fact that uh, the A4 is pk one is making a big, big change. Okay. It's making a big change. So uh, I think noticed, a lot of.
5: Have you noticed the difference in when you play practice games? Like well, Money-wise, much... yes. Money yes. No, no, no. But I mean, how much teams actually play
0: Um, a lot of people stick to the a1s okay i I imagine for you as the opera as well
4: to have the a1 means that you know you're saving a couple of pennies here and there when dropping guns and that kind of shit i even like notice i put the a4 on you get around like you can't get the cheap m4 in head armor right like you can't have like an early crazy bogey m4 in play Mm -hmm. with the a1 right you're gonna have to drop it to someone or you're gonna be missing a couple of pieces of utility or whatever. So I think the economy impact is is really quite big. And because of the drop-off in a lot of the fights, I know someone showed the rangers. in a lot of those fights there, like players have probably already taken a bit of chip damage from utility or something like that. So maybe the fights aren't as skewed, but it is gonna be interesting to see because like I noticed when I started using the A4 again that I would quick change the weight of my pistol after like 22 or 23 bullets. And I still had like fucking mm. seven bullets. So it's going to be interesting to see like what players do, how they kind of size that up. But I think that. No, I, think... I can bet. I can bet that most of the players will keep using the what else. What do you think? 70-30?
0: 80-20? 80-90. Really? That yeah. high? Yeah, I think okay. just a few players would change. Okay. But, uh, but like just money-wise, it's big of a difference. Yeah. Okay. For the for the money system for the for your one team, it's 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 complicated to to change it entirely.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's true too, because it would almost change the approach of the C T side if everybody had changed to the yeah. A4 and your then your buying patterns would be a bit more old school. You'd you wouldn't be able to have as many force spies or as many limp ins with like an upgraded pistol or whatever. So those flow on effects will definitely be felt. But yeah, look, that's one of the storylines. Anubis is another one of the storylines. We, we the heroic
5: one, they're all glaring. Everything else is like up in I the air. I think the Navi one is the one that's like the most interesting outside of the rest. With MPL, of, yeah, because like, how many maps is he gonna play? What maps is he gonna play? Anubis. That's the, the, that's kind of like, but I don't think that they all do that, just for the reason that like it's a new map. Like it's you can't you can't evaluate a player. Based on an entirely new map, like how he's going to play there, like he'll, he'll probably play something that Navi is like decent at, and are going to play like a reasonable amount. You know, but otherwise, it, this this experiment doesn't make any sense. You know, they're, they'll yeah. have to put him in. At, I don't know how many maps is going to be. Like with Bit, there was just one at first. You know, maybe they're going to do exactly the same. Maybe it's going to be like Inferno. You know, that they play uh, a reasonable amount. I think in, amount. Terms,
0: in terms of preparation and that kind of things, it's it's really complicated to do more than one in the first place. You know? Yeah.
5: I mean, sure, of course, like, I mean, that's kind of what I'm expecting, but who knows, like, maybe he's just gonna, like, he's playing half of the map pool, you know, and then as the is playing the other half, like, that's, that's what I'm curious about now, like, how much, how much is he gonna play and what maps specifically, but I would imagine it's something that is relatively a comfort pick for Navi, so that's, you know, they can give him some space to actually show himself, you know, and not, um, like, put him in an Anubis or, or something that they don't really play so much. Yeah, look, I think I think this is this
4: is why th- this tournament, right? What we would want it to be is the culmination of the year and the best teams in the world going toe-to-toe to walk away as the top dog of the year. We're going to the break, like, holding that belt and being like, yeah, I, I beat all the other best teams of the year. But everybody has something different to play for here. Outsiders now get an opportunity to go up against some of the bigger names we wish they did at the major, right? It's only a fucking... It's, sack it's, it.
0: it's really hard to win a tournament after the major. It's really, really hard. Well, they've um, had
4: a bit of downtime. Do you think that helps them or do you think it hurts them, Kenny?
0: That's... <laughs> Uh, I honestly feel like it's a, uh, it's like you, you walk work the warrior for the major, you win the major, and you have one tournament afterwards before the holidays. I, I I'm not in the head, you know, but uh, I don't think it's the, the 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 best way to approach it. Okay, do do you think? Because yeah. I know what you're saying,
4: right? In the sense of you've already you already hit Mount Everest. Now you're yeah. you're just getting home, but. Do you think the fact that there's questions around their major win, right? That the, the broader community, or at least you know a couple of people in the forums, where uh, we would just go there, they're like, oh well, they didn't play against this broader. team or this team or no. this team, right? Right? They didn't no, play. Uh,
0: they, they, they are the Cuban best team in the world. Yeah? it is what it is. <laughs> they, they can lose blast. Uh, they will still be the best team in the world, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um but yeah, I, I get what you mean. And and there is still ambition to have for the tournament for them, such as finishing the year as the best team in the world, you know. Um but um like it, it's it's a normal thing. I mean phase didn't do it, for example, phase one cologne after the major, yep. which is great achievement, honestly. But it's it's almost a normal feeling. A natural thing to do as a human being, to just like raise your your foot a little bit, you know, after such a big achievement, you know. So l- let me put it this
4: way: out of all the teams we have there, Kenny, out of uh, outsiders, Liquid, Phase G two, Heroic, OG, Navi, and Vitality, which one of those teams do you think the win is the most important for?
0: Mm, let me get let me get the teams in front of me. I can give you face. the one. <laughs> Who uh, are you going to say, Striker? Yeah, too. Want... Yeah, because yeah. they haven't won anything, it's so yeah, like true. it true. is the most important to them. Like it would, yeah. make, it would... mean okay. the most thing to, to them. So I guess the ones that means the le- the least would be a team like I mean Liquid, uh, Liquid outsiders, Liquid is still in the process of, like uh, as you said, like getting be- uh, bigger and better. Sure. Um We're not expecting them to win. Um, I mean, outsiders from the major, so people won't be too harsh on them. A week, um, just have a stand-in, So as you said, they won't be too harsh. People expect OG to lose because strikers say so.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> but then, yeah, I, I mean, FaZe, NAVI, Vitality, G2, are the are the ones with the, the biggest pressure. Um, I mean, <laughs> NAVI, 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 NAVI. There is people think that there is something to change about them anyway. You know, so expectations about Navi are, are lower than they were like uh, a few months ago anyway. Um, but FaZe is having a lot of up and down, you know, so they would be harshly judged. But yeah, I think I G2 think and Vitality are the two teams that are are the most like sensitive to to change if they can't perform at these tournaments.
5: Okay. Yeah. I mean, though, I kind of disagree with the outsider's point. I think there's a lot of pressure on them to to Beat the good teams. To beat to prove the that, good teams well yeah but to but prove they that the that, <laughs> they beat the good teams in rio i know well, that's i know the thing, but like, but they are, didn't, be, don't they didn't they did. beat that many good teams you know in rio that's the problem like people the, the reason i say why there's a lot of pressure on outsiders is if they bomb out of the world final people will say oh, okay yeah. I'll 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 f- the, f- the major f- was a fluke you know like same with gambit you know as we saw before like it's just such a big upset major it doesn't really mean anything you know so that's why I think outsiders need to do well here, at least, you know, maybe maybe make it to the final or at least, um, you know, semis and then give whoever I, I, wins I the run. I think
0: they, they, they would go semi-final with just with just confidence, like they don't need, uh, it's, it's, I think they would be in a good dynamic anyway, you know, like yeah. uh, it's not about the dynamic you go into the tournament anyway. Um, yeah. That is what making the difference at the end, especially when, when it's so stacked like that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think they, they they will just manage to lay on 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 what up on, on the on the hype they've been having and building for themselves. Um, so I will not be I I don't see them fail, you know. But what I'm saying is that if they do, it's not a big deal compared to G2 or Vitality, you know. Expectations are much bigger in my opinion on those teams because at the end of the day, outsiders like. Climbed up the world year you know they 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 have done a decent year overall um obviously you you expect better considering the avenger and virtus pro era the era they they've had but um they they've done good vitality and and g two they've struggled to result they they struggle to have result okay vitality won the e p l but like Zywood did the tournament of his life um and uh, as much as uh, as much as I think Zayu is a can, can can produce amazing performances, it's it's really hard to to reproduce a 1.45 rating, and uh, I don't think it's um, it's a good thing to to think like that anyway. Uh, and I I just think that there is that there might be an issue in the in the identity of of those teams, you know, like deep issues. That those are the teams that I see I might see deep issues from the outside, you know.
4: Okay, so. Well, we're talking about the teams who well, we've spoken about the teams who we think are gonna have a rougher go of things. Who do we think is gonna win the whole thing?
0: Um, right, who, who do because I like, Okay, uh, the, the, the bold call, the, the random call I will make is vitality. I don't know why. Okay. So which, Spinks which activates, starts, the team gets their shit together. Which sounds really like weird from what I said. Um I don't really believe in that, but uh, that would be my bold pick, you know. Uh, but uh, other than that, I would say um, it's tough. Huh? It's really tough. It's really tough. I, I would I would go with outsiders. Obviously, one of the favorite it has to be one of the of the favorite. Um, uh, I had that. It's like the major, you know, like the major. It's was, hard, man. It was hard, impossible to predict. The major was impossible to predict, and I, I still think the the I still think the same about this one. You know, I mean, liquid still good liquid can win uh outsiders can win you never know we face if they step up and 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 eat the shots um navi you can never bury navi anyway you know like uh, navi mm-hmm. can always like uh step up from the from the ashes um yep. and uh, as much as i want to believe in g2 uh it's second place at best, huh? For G two, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the silverware's still in the fucking yeah. cabinet, mate. No, that's um, pretty hard. Yeah. What, what, what would you say? I mean, I mean, you win that's the
4: whole just... thing. Yeah, I'd. I, I think I just. I would just say phase.
5: I was going to say phase as
0: well. That's a yeah. safe
4: pick. That is a very safe pick for sure. And striker normally gives the safest picks. So the fact that he's he's calling it a safe pick, you know, it's fucking real safe. I've, I I never yeah. usually go that safe. I don't know. I just I think like um, for phase. I don't think they feel like they've done enough in the second half. Probably inside the team, I think they probably feel like they need to do a bit more. Navi, I can explain away because of the MPL six-man war situation. Yeah. OG's not in the conversation for me, as but I said. We, I let's do so. Let's do kind of like a power ranking
5: for this. So, do we do phase one outsiders two? Um, Maybe uh, Navi. Well, three. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we were just to the predict, predict the winner. No, you want us to predict the second. Let's, predict just do, let's just do. just do like a
0: power. No, I like, ranking it. I like let's, it. Let's so, let's see. Play like number one. Liquid number again, s- liquid, two?
5: liquid number two. Liquid number two. Yeah. But nah, you, nah. you said outside is one though, right?
0: Yeah, I said that. Outsiders okay. number one. So you have a liquid different one. number two. Okay, so his okay. power rank is different to ours. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Of course. Go ahead. Go, go, go go ahead. ahead. Okay, so outsiders number one, liquid number two. Um number three and fourth will be uh Baitanichi and Nav and G2, let's go to G2, okay. let's go G2, um, and then you get uh, Heroic face? what is phase? Jesus Christ, that's too difficult, that's too <laughs> okay, take out,
2: okay, Outsiders, Liquid, okay, no Liquid, Outsiders,
0: no <laughs> okay. Outsiders, outside um, uh outsiders uh let's start start yourself let me think about it <laughs> okay that is the other switch you gave me today i swear to god that's literally I think three
5: three i would go
0: i, I
4: would still go probably not really? even with the six man
5: okay you're not taking any risk guys take some no. risk no but that's because the, the thing is like <sighs> like we want to look we want to be we want to be like fair so that people know what to kind of expect but it's really
4: hard <laughs> outside is the, i think then probably you'd have to say vitality
5: vitality then
4: mm-hmm. heroic
5: p2 and... do you even
4: put heroic in Fuck. did heroic do even get a mention like they have a stand-in
5: how do we put them in there they, they could be first
4: like... or last
5: yeah yeah he would... i would still put them past og to be fair like okay hey...
4: Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. But phase, but I, I'm putting them in their own category. FaZe, Outsiders, Na'Vi. you just put Vitality ahead of Liquid or Liquid ahead of Vitality?
5: I think Vitality
4: ahead. Vitality, Liquid, 5, G2, 6, and then Heroic and OG, 7 and 8. But Heroic could literally be first or yeah, last. I,
5: do
4: <laughs> I don't know. That that's. Yeah, I don't know that. about first, but I
5: think that they're going to be competitive.
4: But yeah, like I, I think that this is
0: so hard to call. Everybody knows okay. where these
4: teams are at. Then Here we go.
0: Outsiders.
3: Liquid phase Navi.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Vitality. G2 Heroic OG.
4: Okay,
2: so okay. fairly so
4: similar. G2 are fucked. Uh, they need a new in-game <laughs> leader. JKS needs to go back to Australia. It's all over for them. They had a good six months. Their run was bloody no, beautiful.
0: They need, they need to keep going. <laughs> they need to persevere. They can do it. They need to be positive.
4: It all comes down to mindset. It's
0: really, it's really, it's, yeah. that's the thing. It's once again like uh, it's just, now all the people that I know, I know. Like I, I, I've done a lot of tournaments, and I, I've been shit for. I have, I had teams where we've been shit for three months, and suddenly we we make a final. Because we play out of our minds and we have the right dynamism into the tournament, you know? And um, and that's the kind of thing you cannot, like, really um, predict from those chips, you know? So that that's that exactly why I, I, I like to, to think about the upsets. But, uh, but yeah, if you play it safe, I think uh, Outsiders face, Navi, it's safe picks, you know?
1: Yeah.
4: Because yeah, the thing is, just for people at home who maybe aren't too familiar, the format is going to be two GSL groups of eight. Um, sorry, Before. groups of four uh, with uh, the top team in each group skipping to the semifinals and then the second and third place teams from each respective group getting placed uh, into the bracket in the quarterfinals on opposite sides if they're from the same group. I think that makes sense. I think you guys can all check that out. HLTV anyway. Uh, this event is running from the 14th to the 18th. The opening games, so the Europeans, we're going to have to get used to being up nice and early. Outsiders versus Liquid in the opening round of group has at 7 a.m. How the fuck are you going to watch?
5: Didn't you say you were like staying up until 4 a.m.?
4: Yeah, well, I guess I just I just won't I just sleep. Don't sleep. <laughs> I do have to go to Australia in a couple of days time anyway, oh, shit. so there'll be a bit <laughs> of overlap with that and travel and everything. So I'm going to be flying past. I'm going through Qatar ah. to get back to Perth. So you know okay. I can give them a wave on the way ah, over. Okay. There. Abu Dhabi is
0: not Qatar. Yeah, but they're next the door, right?
4: They're, they're pretty close. I yeah, just say hello. Yeah, really and <laughs> yeah. and
0: I, I don't think I have a long layover. That's just me showing off my geography culture, you know. You smashed. Yeah. Apology. We're both south
4: of where we are right now. Um, Anyway, long story short, a million dollars on the line and the last tier one tournament of uh, 2022. So uh, that's about it. It's hard for us to pick a winner. Everyone knows what the storylines are going to be. Everyone's going to be tuning in and watching the games. The grand final, I suppose, is the most important. Everyone needs to make sure that they have the time to watch that. And that will be at 11 a.m. on
0: Sunday. So That's a good time. time. Yeah, it's a pretty good time. time. Yeah. All right. go out, don't get wasted, and that's all.
4: Or you can have a hangover on the couch on the Sunday you know, and, and watch the game. So that could work too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we're we're good, boys. Anyone else have anything they want to say about Blast? About Abu Dhabi? The World Finals? Nope. No? good. Watch, uh, just... watch the show? match? I'm playing
0: it. There you go. That'll be <laughs> before 11 a.m. Holy shit. The local uh, Nobody was like, going to watch.
4: Like three hours ahead. Uh,
0: watch, uh, watch the highlight anyway.
4: There you go. See if there's some classic Kenny moments in there. I'm just quickly scrolling through the questions we had from the viewers here to see if... Uh, there's any any good ones to ask you Kenny before we let you go. Here we go. Here's one from Jesse. He wants to know which AWP player has been the hardest to play against for you as an
2: AWPer. Uh,
0: <clears throat> the one I didn't know back then. Like <laughs> the one I was used to play against like Foller and Guardian and stuff I was I was comfortable. But when I was ending up with like uh, newcomers or other kind of things, it was it was difficult, you know. Um, not Gw, no, not not uh, maybe device because uh, because he was playing for Astralis. and sure. uh, yeah. beating Astralis at some point was really difficult, um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it's really hard to um, to remove him from his uh, comfort zone. You know, like uh, he's he's really passive as well. Um, when you decide you don't necessarily want to to pick a guy that doesn't really necessarily takes uh risk, you know, yeah
4: sure. he's just holding the angle,
0: yeah, not moving. all
4: right, here's a good one for you. Kenny who wins the world cup, Morocco or Argentina Argentina
0: oh okay, I was no, no worries, i called I called Argentinas before the World Cup anyway, all right, so I was sticking to it. All right, but France is going to find out it's going to lose All right,
4: well you beat England on the way, so that's the the most important. Yeah, that's part. the
0: most important. Spain, England don't win. Most yeah. important. Big England, Ws. England remains in the <laughs> in one of the worst nation of football.
4: <laughs> it's crazy how how many people have animosity towards UK football fans, and it, it's crazy. Well, I think it's
0: just uh, towards UK in general. <laughs> Yeah,
4: yeah, no, that's fair enough. All right, Kenny. Well uh, we're gonna shut it down for the for this evening.
0: Is there anything you want to say to everybody at home? Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for supporting. Uh, really it means a lot. Um, we we tend as players to 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 stay and and read the, the haters and uh, and get hurt by those. but uh, there were so much more people supporting me and, and throughout my, my time on the bench, wanting me to to come back and it, that I can be in Chair uh, 1000 Chair 1. Uh, always hyped to see me play, so that's a, that's a big uh, big love for me. Thank you very much for that. It means a lot. Thank you, TV, for everything you've been doing for CS. Thank you, you guys, for what you're doing for CS in general. And thank you for inviting me and having me tonight. hope awesome. I was a good guest.
4: Awesome, thank you, Kenny, for uh, coming on and having a bit of a chit chat with us here, filling in for Prof. You did great. a great job. Uh, you weren't even really a guest; you were just the third man on the show. This has been great. Okay, uh, striker. I don't think we have another show in the books just yet. I assume it'll be after Blast. I'll be doing it in some weird time from Australia next week. Uh, but thanks again to everybody playing at home. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to Extra Fight Bitskins and of course M1 Bet. Gamble responsibly. And Lucas. Another- and Lucas. And Lucas. Of course, Lucas. Aww. We can never forget about Lucas. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, have a good one. We'll uh, see you on the next episode of HR TV Confirmed. Enjoy the Blast World Finals. Good night.
1: Add some fun to your space with Extrify, designed in Sweden with focus on quality products built on experience. You're looking at Project 4, their 4 generation of products with super cool colorways to stand out, with matching sets to satisfy with a solid B4 bungee, lightweight ergonomic M4 mouse, the K4 keyboard is fantastic, all of which are performance focused, and finish it off with colorful GP4 mouse mats that are bold in design, and smooth on the surface. The retro theme in particular has got the feels. Complete your setup
2: with Extrify. No regrets, guaranteed. Finally, I
3: found what I was looking for. Now that my search is over, it's gonna be a tough choice, but fortunately, no need to choose when you can just have them all buy and sell skins on bitskins.com
2: N one bet is here to make your world brighter bet anytime anywhere just go to n1bet.com and get your free bet with promo code HLTV when everything is clear and transparent Play is pleasure. N1Bet.com. Your bet. Your game.